Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the next edition of Music Cap here on the world famous 990 WBOB also online via our good friends over there at um, the mix and uh, kjagradio.com all the different places cheekyjaguar.com it is the fabulous fabulous music cap and uh, we are going to go to our first guest who is going to join us here on music cap I believe uh, it is the Kaiser Killers, but we're going to see what happens here. Let's go to our uh, let's go to our guest. We're going to ring the group as you do in Skype. So we are going to see if we can bring our guests in here on our big program, and uh, they will join us here in just a few moments. Uh, welcome to Music Cap. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Well, uh, pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. Give us a little bit of uh, on your background, a little bit of an introduction as we let the guests uh, do their introductions here on Music Cap, just in case I miss anything. Well, Kaiser Killers uh, would describe it as a, a superannuated garage punk band from the north of England. Uh, we had a, a long layoff from uh, from making music. We came back together very recently and have released three singles in, in, a, in as many months. Um, we um, originally, on the kind of cusp of um, Britpop, had a, a great band called Martin's Dad. Um, we had a great sound. We had a great look. And then Andy decided to... Uh, disappear off and decided he wanted to be a dentist. He decided he wanted to go and take medical training to inflict pain on people. <laughs> That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. Uh, so tell us how the how the Kaiser Killers got started. How the band started? Yes, um, yes. Well, Andy, myself and Andy have known each other for many years, and we've we, been a couple of bands together before in the isolationists and in Martin's dad and uh, we stayed friends for, for a number of years and then I think when lockdown kicked in in uh, um, in England and, and across the world um, we decided to get together and start to make music again so we um Guy got together the great book of lyrics, which is uh, about uh, four inches thick, you know, of lyrics that I've wrote over the years. And uh, we got that out and we started to make music again. And uh, for the first time, um, we actually released music, which is something we'd never done before, which, of course, these days is much easier to do than it was in the olden days, which is when we started. Well, you guys have put together some amazing, amazing music. Uh, so what was it like back in the day as compared to now um, with with doing music, releasing music, all these things? Well, I think uh, certainly recording music is, is much easier these days because you've got all the, the, the digital 
options to, to take advantage of. I mean, we write a lot of things using GarageBand. Uh, we uh, play our uh, instruments into, uh, you know, uh, into a Macintosh, and we're able to, to kind of master things from, from that angle. Um, back in the day, although we had um, instruments and we had amplifiers, which we still do, uh, in order to record something, you had to go into a recording studio. You had to go and um, um, pay a lot of money to, to, have, to, to have somebody record it on tape and to, to master the thing and then to output it onto uh, acetate and then to, to, to get someone to, to print that into into vinyl form, onto tape form. And these days, to release music is much, much easier than, than, than it ever was. But it also means, of course, that there's a lot more music is... Uh, released than ever before and of, of varying quality I, I find but uh, there's a lot a lot of good stuff out there you know don't get me wrong that's awesome that's awesome we've got the uh, Kaiser Killers with us today you can get more information on their website K-A-I-S-E-R Killers dot U-K check it out today and of course they're also on twitter facebook and instagram as well so tell me about your social media uh what kind of things do you do on social media and posts and shares and and all the like i think our, our main kind of social media outlet is probably twitter although we are on facebook and we are on uh, instagram and obviously we're, we're on the web um but i think twitter is probably where uh, we tend to do a lot of our uh, kind of disseminating of information about the Kaiser killers um and incidentally just to, if you're going to google us you, you, it's it's all one word Kaiser killers otherwise you, you get some kind of dodgy covers band <laughs> Wow, I was not aware of that. That is uh, that is kind of interesting. The Kaiser Killers with us today. They join us live here on our big program via the magic of the old Skip Skype. Yes, the old Skype-a-rooney. And uh, they join us here talking about their music and uh, everything else. So what would you say has probably been some of the, the biggest frustrations with the band over the years? I think um, if we, we go back to the old days, I think one of the, the, the difficult things always with bands is is the um, is the character within the band. It's the kind of personalities and the egos within the band. Always, uh, that's that's why a lot of the bands that, that I've ever been in have very rarely lasted beyond eighteen months or two years. You know. Uh, because bands get together, everybody's a big ego. I don't. I have, I have a very small ego, as it happens. <laughs> but uh, these things that uh, do find tend to get in the way of uh, creativity. Uh, that's the biggest frustration, I think, uh, with bands. Which is why, as as as, uh, as Kaiser Killers, we're we're much smaller in uh, in uh, in breadth and uh, much more able to uh, uh, take the uh, um, problems in our stride, if you will. We have got uh, some great guests with us today that join us live here in our broadcast, the Kaiser Killers. Join us here on our big program. So what is the music scene like uh, over there where you guys are from? Uh, quite buoyant, I think, at the moment. Uh, I think from back when we used to play originally, there was quite a big live scene, and that seemed to kind of disappear. Everything seemed to go... Um, pretty much to uh, recorded music and live venues seem to die out but 
I think that's that's changed certainly. That's we still have a very buoyant live scene um, in the UK, and I think that's probably the case for the United States as well. We have got uh, some great guests with us today. The Kaiser Killers join us today here on Music Cap here on 990 WBOB. And uh, they are tremendous. So when when you guys sit down and write music and put music together, what is that process like? Um, there are various processes. I think most likely in, in the Kaiser Killers, it will be that... I will have an idea of a song in my head, and I can hear a song in my head, but I can't necessarily get it out of my head, which is why I explained it to Andy, and uh, he managed to kind of come up with some kind of riff on the basis of how I'm hearing it, and I'm, I explain it to him. And it kind of goes from there. And the lyrics tend to come from me, um, but the lyrics often uh, tend to be edited by Andy, he tends to say, oh, that sounds really stupid, that. I think you should, perhaps we could try this instead. And, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe that will work. Um, I think a lot of the, the, the kind of initial idea of the song will come from myself. It'll be something that I've heard in my head. Uh, the lyrics will be mine. The, the, the music or the generation music will largely be Andy, um, sometimes, sometimes me, uh, and will tend to refine what, we, what we've got down until we have something that uh, is is workable. And then we'll probably go on to refine and refine that, and somewhere down the line it becomes something that uh, that we're able to release as a, as a finished song that kind of stands up to scrutiny. We have got the Kaiser Killers with us today. They join us live here on our big program, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on Music Cap today. And they are tremendous. So how do people get your music and get involved with what you guys are doing on the web and, and, and everything? Well, we like to have a little bit of dialogue uh, on social media, certainly on Twitter. Um, and we find in general that uh, people quite like what we do, which which is very gratifying. You know, it, I think these is because of social media, you have much more of a, an, an ability to have... Uh, a dialogue with, with with the people that get your music. They're not quite as remote as they once were. So that's that's one of the kind of great things about uh, making music in, in, in this kind of day and age. It's, it's that great dialogue between yourselves and, uh, and the people that, uh, that are listening to your music. What would you consider your guys' music? Uh, would you consider you guys a, a rock band, a pop band? What, what, what would you get? What would you categorize you guys as? Ah, uh-huh, now that's, that's the question. Um, I think what we what we try to aim for, we, we, we're not afraid of the term pop. Um, I would say we're a rock band, certainly, but we do try to um, aim for kind of perfect three minute pop. Uh, and there's been a lot of kind of pop over the years that you would uh, attribute to rock artists like the, the Beatles or uh, T-Rex or Bowie or whoever that might be um, but we do aim for that kind of uh, that kind of uh, pop that has a hook that you can kind of um, listen to and you can you, you can kind of latch onto it straight away it's, it's something that kind of lodges in the brain so certainly 
we're, we're a rock band, certainly. I said we're, we're, we're an indie rock band, is what I would say we are. Um, but we're, we're certainly not afraid of the of, of, uh, of calling ourselves pop, you know, in terms of music. It's certainly pop music that we're trying to make. We have got a great guest with us today. The Kaiser Killers join us here on our big program. So tell me a little bit about this latest song here, 5,000 Miles Away From You. We're going to play this here in a few moments. Well, 5,000 Miles Away From You is um, it's a, it's a, a deviation. Our first two singles have been had a kind of little political edge to them, but this one is, is, is very much about... Um, uh, using music and using the the lyrics to to generate the imagery of a, an epic road trip across the United States, going from East Coast to West Coast, um, picking up Route 66 along the way, and uh, playing a few gigs along the way. But this the, the kind of idea behind the song is that the the, the the further this 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 road trip goes and the um uh, the the more kind of places that uh, that we stay at the further we're getting away from england so it starts up at three thousand miles it ends up at five thousand miles and uh we kind of name check quite a lot of fantastic places in uh, in the states including kansas kansas itself can kansas city to the jesus <laughs> well that's a hell of a deal so we are going to do this we are going to place you on a brief hold and we are going to play this song and when we come back we have got more with the kaiser killers it is five thousand miles away from you and it's here on music app
an incredible incredible track it is the kaiser killers they join us today here on music cap and we are going to go back live to the kaiser killers they're going to join us today here on our program and these guys are tremendous the kaiser killers join us back here on music cap so this song uh fantastic fantastic tune so what's been the feedback on this song it's been good, you know. We've uh, we've we've uh, certainly enjoyed making the song, and we've been surprised how, how many people have picked up on it and and and, uh, and liked what the, what we're trying to do. And uh, we've had many kind of uh, um, uh, comments back about how good the sound is, how uh, intricate the lyrics are, and uh, how it. it uh, it uh, evokes the kind of imagery of a road trip across America. It is the Kaiser Killers are with us today here on our big program. So what has been uh, some of the different folks that you've worked with over the years, uh, you know, that, that helped you guys along the way make the music that you have? Um, well, um uh, back in back in the day, I used to I used to live in London. I was in a in a band called Revenge Rockers, and uh, we had a, a very I just happened to land in a part of London just completely um, um, accidentally that just had such a rich history of of music, and uh, I don't, we came across this local pub that, that was just around the corner from us, and it it, it seemed. And, we were quite surprised to find that the Clash were regularly uh, drinkers in this. So I had regular conversations with uh, uh, Joe Strummer and uh, with uh, Cosmo Vinyl in, in the, 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 the pub, the Durham Castle. And um, I never talked to Paul Simon, and he always uh, I found him quite scary, so I never quite... I never <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we bump into a lot of people uh, in in uh, in Bayswater in, in London or in the West Bond Grove. Um, uh, Mickey Finn out of T Rex is someone we used to bump into. Um, uh, Hugh Lloyd Langton out of uh, Hawkwind uh, again, somebody we used to bump into regularly. So it would <laughs> quite by accident get, uh, arrived in this uh, kind of area of London where, um, which is a, a, a fantastic variety of, of musical characters we have got a uh, great guest with us today the Kaiser Killers join us here on our big program 
So you guys have put together a lot of great music. What are some of your goals for your music? Um, I think um, we want to release an album at some point. We have quite a lot of material in, 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 the, in the background that we've already recorded to, to, to create that album. But I think we would, we would, uh, we would certainly like to get more exposure uh, for the music that we make. Uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's more a case we want as many people to listen to Kaiser Killers as possible. You know, we want to uh, to spread the word of Kaiser Killers, if you like, uh, uh, all around the globe, and particularly the United States, because we, we love the United States, and we would love to come there, we'd love to play there. Uh, and uh, certainly a lot of our influences come from there. So uh, talk to me a little bit about your musical heroes and influences and things of that nature. Well, I think probably our biggest influence, and uh, that, that probably goes for everybody, is the, is the Beatles. And we've, we've certainly enjoyed watching the uh, the, the released um, Get Back documentary, and we've, we've been very, very interested in uh, looking at that and taking in all kinds of new elements of the recordings around Let It Be. Um, but uh, I would, we have a very eclectic taste, Um Certainly the Beatles, the Birds, I think were certainly one of our early influences and certainly influenced the kind of jangly guitar sound sometimes that we uh, tend to get. But uh, the storytelling uh, of Dylan, certainly, uh, the Small Faces, and then, you know, more recently in, in the kind of pure punk era, Buzzcocks, uh, Blondie, The Clash, um to, to, to more recently, uh, you know, the, the Smiths, which are per personally a great influence of mine, and, and, and the Pixies. And uh, that, that's kind of very, very eclectic kind of mix of things. But I think you could, you know, we could we could be talking all night if we were to go into everybody that's, uh, that's an influence of the Kaiser Killers. Kaiser Killers join us today here on our big program, and they are tremendous we have got uh, another song that we are going to play here in just a few moments. It is Love Conquers All. Tell us a little bit about this track, my friend. Well, Love Conquers All uh, was a song that I had in my head many, many years ago. And I was in, I was in a band at the time called the Chaos Brothers. And I, I came up with this, they said, well, I've got this song. It's called Love Conquers All. And they, they kind of poo-pooed it. They said, you know, Love Conquers All? Well, we're a punk band. You know what? We're not going to sing that. That's not really, it's a great song. And it, they, they didn't like it. And it kind of, it sat on the back burner for many, many years. And when we um, reconvened uh, Make Music, uh, myself and Andy, and uh, we came back as the Kaiser Killers, this is one of the songs that I pulled from the back of my mind. I said, well, I've got this song. The, 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 the guys didn't like it originally back in the day, but it's called Love Conquers All. And the chorus was pretty much um, determined. I had an idea what that was going to be. Um, I was not entirely sure of the verse, and it, it turned out we kind of workshopped it a little bit, and we, we came up with something that's a little bit more political than I'd originally envisaged. Uh, it's a song about... Um, the stupidity of Brexit. It's about Britain's exit from the European Union, the, the biggest trading block on the planet that, that uh, Britain sits very much on the edge of, you know, 20 miles away from the coast of mainland Europe. And uh, we decided that it was a, a good idea to, to, to leave that trading block. It's about the stupidity of that, really. 
Well, we are going to go to this track. We're going to put you on a brief hold. And when we come back, we will keep chatting with the Kaiser Killers. Right now, it is Love Conquers All, and it's here on Music Cab. is the Kaiser Killers and it is here on Music Cap and if you're watching us live on JiggyJaguar.com or Twitch or any of these fine feathered places uh, we are going to be going live with the Sunday radio broadcast 
here in about a half hour, but we've got the Kaiser Killers right now here on Music Cap, and they are tremendous. And we just played the music video there for uh, their latest track. Tell us about this music video and how you guys put this together. Is that the one for Five Thousand Miles? Uh, actually, it was the one for Love Conquers All that we just that we just seen. Um, Love Conquers All was uh, we kind of uh, we're on the coast of uh, northern England uh, by the sea, and uh, we just did a lot of filming, uh, a lot of filming of night driving, a lot of filming of. Uh, uh, have been by the sea, and we w- wanted to kind of uh, just get a feeling of, uh, of of being out and about, and uh, of of, of being um, things moving, and bright lights, and the city, and uh, and things like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, before we let you guys go, how do we get in touch with the Kaiser Killers and buy your music and support your efforts? <laughs> Well, we're on all the major uh, uh, streaming platforms, certainly Spotify, Apple Music. We're on Bandcamp and we're on SoundCloud. And uh, what we hope to do before very long is to release a vinyl LP. We're, we're hoping that's uh, something that will come to fruition very soon with all the music that we've uh, recorded and got in store. Uh, our next single, early next year, is, is going to be... Um, don't be a stranger than you already are. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's awesome. The strap line, it's, it's about a girl that Johnny once knew, and uh, that seems to be what most of the songs that we release are about, a girl that Johnny once knew. Well, good luck with everything. Thanks for doing this. It was an honor and a privilege, and uh, thanks for coming on uh, Music Cap. Thank you, guys. been great. Thank you. Appreciate it. There they go. The that is the Geyser Killers. They join us here on our big program so we are going to go to our next guest who is going to join us willow street and they will be with us here in just a few moments and uh we are going to go to willow street and i believe we might have willow street with us how are you guys Doing well. How are you, sir? Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. We have got our next guest joining us today here on Music Cap. They are amazing, and it is Willow Street, and uh, they are a three-piece, a fantastic, fantastic three-piece. So give me some details on Willow Street. How did you guys get together as a group and, and, and everything else? Well, this is uh, Bo. I'm the bassist and singer um, with Josh, the keyboardist and other singer, and Tim, our drummer. Uh, We got started in 2009. I was playing with Josh's brother, uh, Brian, in another band. Uh, He was our guitarist. Uh, We left the band, joined Josh, later found Tim, and uh, Brian left the band in, uh, let's see, about 2011. And we lost him 12 years ago and a week ago today. Uh, he wow. passed away, uh, 12, 12, 12. Holy and, uh, smokes. When he left the band, um, I'm sorry, when he left the band, uh, we had to change our sound. I basically uh, picked up all Brian's effects pedals, started playing the bass differently, playing leads on bass. Uh, Josh played up, uh, kind of changed up the way that he started orchestrating the music and here we are 
That's pretty amazing. Uh, Willow Street with us today. So how did you guys come up with the name Willow Street? Uh, actually, uh, the place that I lived at at the time, it was on Willow Street. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and it just, it just kind of fit. And I don't know, thought it was unique. So... That's how we came up with that. You know that 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 that's how a lot of these bands, you know, who who have went on and done just incredible things in music. Uh, it's just so simple to to come up with uh, come up with the band name. So I think that's that's pretty badass. So um, what kind of themes do you guys cover in your music? Oh wow, pretty much everything. Uh, <laughs> um, a lot of heartbreak you know we're we're very uh 90s kids so we're we've kind of developed the the whole grunge style of writing lyrics uh like that um a little depressing on sometimes you know uh most times honestly that we write a song the lyrics end up depressing uh mostly because uh just trying to find words to rhyme with each other we have got a great guest with us today. Willow Street joins us. It's Facebook.com slash Willow Street if you want to get a hold of them on social media. So um, how how do you guys um, write your music? Take me through the songwriting process. Uh, generally, uh, either Bo has some some sort of lick or something like that that he comes up with and uh and then i just sort of run with it uh or uh i have a lick bo runs with it bo writes all the words um uh i'm not a lyricist uh and then uh tim just puts his magic right on top on the drums it is willow street they join us today here on our big program coast to coast border to border on of course, 990 WBOB out there in Rhode Island, of all places, and uh, Willow Street with us today. So February Day is your uh, latest piece of business. Tell us about February Day. We're going to play it here in a few moments. Uh, February Day, uh, I was literally sitting at home uh, looking out the window at the clouds and Lyrics just started flowing in there from there. Um, I always kind of picture a video in my head while I'm writing as well. And uh, uh, we'd, we'd eventually like to do more than a lyric video for that song uh, with a lot of our songs, actually. So we're starting to work on that. Uh, but February day uh, just kind of fell into place. Uh, the music was actually came from I was writing a dark cover for uh, Red Red Wine by UB40, and uh, that's how I got the music for it, was taking the music that I'd written for that. And then uh, from there, the lyrics just came, and uh, we got together. And that's one of the songs that actually fell apart within uh, the, or I'm sorry, came together in the first uh, week or so that we, we started playing it. It just, uh, it just meshed and worked. We have got a great guest with us today. They are Willow Street. They're a great three-piece band. You can get more information on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Willow Street. And we are going to go to their latest track. It is February Day. And uh, we are going to place you guys on a brief hold here and uh, play the track. And then we're going to come back and keep chatting with Willow Street here 
on our big program here on 990 WBOB.
That is Willow Street, and they join us here on Music Cap. And uh, we are going to go back to the old Skip Skype, the old Skype Rooney, and uh, Willow Street joins us back here in a program. So that song that you guys uh, did, February Day, we, we just played that for everybody here on Music Cap. Um, how do people access your music and, and buy your music and everything else, guys? How, how do they do this? So I broke up a little bit there. No problem. I'm just I'm just trying to drive people to your website, drive people to buy your music. How do we do that exactly? Oh, absolutely. To uh, you can actually go through our email uh, requests of music. Um, it is Willow Street 836 uh, at gmail.com. Uh, request the music, and uh, we send it out uh, via uh, send anywhere or through email. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's Willow Street. They join us today here on our broadcast. So you guys um, are pretty damn amazing. Uh, I got a hold of you guys based upon just a random email that you sent me uh, or you sent me your Facebook page. Um, What do you guys do as far as marketing besides just sending out first of all how did you guys get a hold how did you guys even know i i was alive that's that's always first of all the thing i always like to ask bands because i'm just amazed at how people get in get in touch with me oh actually uh this is bo um i had ordered a uh, basically a list of venues, radio stations, things like that. And one day I was just sitting at home, uh, sent out links to our Facebook page uh, via email um, through the radio stations list that I have. That's awesome. That's I'm, I'm glad I'm on someone's <laughs> list somewhere. I think that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when when you guys are – do you guys do anything other than Facebook? Do you have a website? Do you have – anything on spotify or any of these places or is it not, just facebook not at this time. we're currently trying to develop all of that and 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 work on our marketing skills a little bit more uh we're, we're sort of like you know in hermit crab mode to a certain extent we've been doing a lot of writing doing a lot of recording and uh working in the studio and whatnot and we really haven't developed all those avenues you know we're we're in the process of developing those avenues to get our music out there that's awesome that's awesome well, we are uh we are chatting with willow street today they are pretty damn amazing and uh, so where are you guys in the country where, where are you guys based in the country we're in this uh huge town in north carolina called eden uh i'm sure everyone listening has heard of eden eden uh, north carolina that 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 is that is yeah, awesome it's, it's a very small town in north carolina <laughs> <laughs> well you, you never know i just chatted with with a group from some little town in europe so you, you know it's it's I, I i'm just always fascinated by where people come from so i i, I think that's great so we have got another track we are going to play from you guys it's called madison and vine uh this is on your your facebook page facebook.com slash 
Willow Street. Tell us about Madison and Vine, and then we're going to play it here in a few moments. Uh, Madison and Vine, the, the title came from, we were playing uh, pretty frequently, at least once a month before the pandemic. We were playing at okay. a uh, small coffee shop in Madison, North Carolina, which isn't too far from us, maybe about a 20-minute drive from us here. Okay. And uh, we had a pretty good show in there. Um, Madison Vine basically came from watching the news uh, uh, concerning hurricanes and things like that, uh, which were going on at the time. Um, and it basically wrote itself uh, just watching the news. And um, we, we like that one. It's kind of our 80s throwback, but it's our original. So uh, that's definitely one. Uh, it seems like each time we get together, no matter how long it's been since we practiced together, that one seems to come together every time. Well, that's awesome. Well, we are going to do this. It is Madison and Vine, and uh, we are going to go to this track. We're going to place these guys on another brief hold. And when we come back, we have got more coming up here on Muse.
Join us on 990 WBOB each and every week for Music Cap. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we are going to go back to Willow Street. They join us here on our big program. So um, I guess before we let you guys go, what do you guys have planned for the first of the year? Do you have any performances anywhere or anything you're going to be doing? Uh, Anything you want to promote? No performances uh, as of yet. Since the pandemic, um, we really haven't been, we haven't had the schedule to practice, much yes. less uh, play out. Um, however, now we're getting things going. Uh, just uh, keep checking on Facebook. We'll have some new videos posted, uh, you know, some new music. And we'd love for everybody to check it out. We appreciate you having us on. Well, I'll tell you, you guys are great, and uh, I keep us updated on everything. Once you guys have some new music or anything out there, let me know. Um, if also, just, and I hate doing this on the air, but uh, <laughs> most of the music we played today from Willow Street, we did from their Facebook page. But if you guys have MP3s that you can send me, um, I can start getting your music aired on Rock Music Hub, but uh, oh, I gotta have MP3s. So if you can send me <laughs> some MP3s, that would be badass, and I could get that stuff rolling as quick as you can get it to me. Yeah, we can get that over to you. That's sure. awesome. That's awesome. Well, just uh, email it over to me, and I'll get that into the playlist, and then I'll get you guys uh, a schedule on when that stuff airs, and uh, we will go from there. Thank you, guys. It was an honor and a privilege. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. Appreciate it, gentlemen. There they go. That is Willow Street. They join us today here on 990 WBOB. We are going to take a 
actually, we're not going to take a brief timeout. We're just going to go to a uh, to an interview that I did earlier today or earlier this week with Alicia Day, and uh, we are going to play that. And when we come back, we will kick off the Sunday radio show. And oh my God, it is going to be a circus today because I'm in trouble on uh, with indie pro wrestlers. And uh, it just never ceases to amaze me, all the crap that goes on in my life. We have got more coming up here on Music Cap. Right now, it is Alicia Day here on our big program. <laughs> Zhao Yong is my mom. That's what my, my phone. That's my mom's account. Ah, my- okay. <laughs> my name's Alicia Daydreams. So, so tell us a little bit about uh, how you got started doing music and everything. Well, um, I started writing music when I was like six years old. So I'm not 16. So I've been literally like writing music for 10 years now. Um, and um, how I got into it, I was in my mum's car, and she used to like play Michael Jackson songs. That's awesome. I just really, <laughs> and I just loved music ever since. That's awesome. So, uh, you have you have been doing music, you've been writing music, you've been performing music. Uh, what got you to the to the to the point that you are now? Because you've got uh, some amazing music out there. You're getting ready to release some new music. Uh, t- tell us about all this. Well, I've always wanted to release music. I've been like so since I was really little. I've been performing, and um, currently I've been given like really pretty good uh, performance opportunities in front of quite a lot of people but it wouldn't be that much like the most people I've performed in front of would have been like 700 1000 people but by doing that um, quite a lot I've been able to like get better at performing and become more confident in myself and my music I like receiving feedback from people as well. It just makes me happy every single time I hear them. Fantastic. Fantastic. So what has been uh, some of the different feedback that you've gotten on your music? Uh, well, well, first of all, many people ask me what genre my music is in. Um, some people think it's like quite rocky. But I would say it's pretty poppy and um indie and alternative uh people really like the song which i'm really happy about and just it makes me want to make a lot more and keep going awesome awesome so do you want to play genie yes we are going to play that here in a few moments We are going to be playing that here in a few moments. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. So what what is uh, the best way for people to get a hold of you on the web uh, and buy your music and everything? Oh, you can definitely buy my music on iTunes. It's Alicia Daydreams, Genie. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, it's Alicia, and then like that bottom line thing, and then <laughs> daydreams. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. Thinking. That's awesome. 
And uh, uh, Alicia Daydreams joins us today here on our broadcast. She has Genie, which is a uh, fantastic, fantastic song. So uh, tell us about the writing process and bringing this song to life and, and, and everything else. Well, I first started on my guitar. I was just, like, looking for a nice beat. And um, when I write songs, I have, like, a bunch of ideas just in my phone. So when I have, like, thoughts and emotions, I just note them down. And um, Genie, I kind of wrote when I was, like, going quite, like, going through a confusing stage of my life. And, um, well, the the line, your wish is my command, it's... um, just being told to do things and not knowing what's right, what's wrong, and just, like, confused and just listening to people rather than listening to myself and obeying some stuff. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, we are going to do this. We are going to place you on a brief hold here on Skype, and we are going to play Genie. And uh, when we come back, we will keep chatting. We have got Alicia Daydreams, and it is Genie. And it's here on your big program, Coast to Coast, Border to Border on iHeartRadio. Take it. 
That is Alicia Daydreams, and that is Jeannie. She joins us this week here on our big program, and uh, you're joining us here on Tampa Bay's 92.1 FM. And we have got a great guest back with us here on our broadcast. Alicia Daydreams joins us here on our program. And she is phenomenal. What you just heard was Jeannie. And uh, so what is next for you as an artist, Alicia? Well, my EP is going to come out soon. I'm working on that. It's coming out January, so start of next year. And it's going to be three songs in it. Jeannie's going to be in it. And, um, yeah, there's two more songs in there I'm working on. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what is, what is your songwriting process like? How do you, how do you write your music? Um, well, well, but, so I, uh, I get, like, lots of inspiration, just random inspirations. I just get random thoughts and, um, stuff like that. And I just note them down in my phone. And um, later I sit down and I decide to actually make something out of it. And I start playing my guitar or playing uh, the piano and I make some chord progressions and I make it into a song. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you have been amazing. Thanks for doing this today. Thanks thanks for making this incredible song. And uh, thanks for coming on with us, and uh, we really appreciate the time that you took and everything, and I know with the time change and everything going on, it's, uh, it's, it's probably late or early for you there, but I appreciate you making time for us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Alicia. Have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate thank it, you. my friend. There she goes. That is Alicia Daydreams, and she joins us this week here on our big program. And uh, we are going to be taking a break. And when we come back, we have got more coming up on the other side. Thanks for joining us. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is fantastic check out dollsrent.com that's right dollsrent.com robo lovers sex dolls for rent in cleveland ohio it's gonna get hot in cleveland tonight you're gonna love it you're gonna love it oh uh, we'll get into all that it's gonna be fun today <laughs> yes Born stars Unsigned bands. Pro wrestlers. <laughs> You've come to the right place. This is going to be a blast the today. The Jaguar Experience. The Jiggy Jaguar You should. Experience. The headphones. You should hear headphones. It is. The big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. We have got a hell of a deal today. A halibut of a deal, and that's a fish, much like Panini. And yes, Panini is a fish. And I don't have Brittany here to tell me that it's not. Uh... <laughs> We have got quite the show today. We have got some Skype guests that we're going to get to here in just a few. We have got a musician in studio. We have a professional wrestler in studio. Oh my God! Today is going to be going to be like a ferret in a jello fight. And before we 
do that, let's first of all see if we can get our first Skype guest here with us. And uh, we are going to go to the old Skip Skype, the old Skyper Rooney. And I think we have our first guest. She uh, may be joining us. I'm going to try to adjust this so I can get her on our monitor, if I can get things figured out there because she is fantastic she's done her makeup she's got she's got this kick-ass background there we, we we've we, we've got to put her on the big screen but um Thank you. welcome to the program go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself my friend then we'll tell you uh, then we'll have you uh tell us about yourself here yeah i appreciate you thanks for having me on the show uh my name is Rifa. i'm an american israeli singer songwriter just released my first love EP this past November, just over a year ago. Got some new music coming out that I'm excited to share and talk about. And so here I am. So we have got a great guest with us today. We are going to see if I can uh, get this to work so I can get you on the big screen because that's why I have that monitor in studio here. So you can see our guests and our guests can see you. Well, for, first of all, we'll do this. I'm going to I'm going to make some adjustments on my end so yeah. you can see just exactly what the hell is going on in our studio which is oh, it's quite the deal today. <laughs> we're going to we're going to see if I can make make the adjustments here to where you can see uh everybody instead of just just me nobody cares about me no one cares about me at all and there's all this uh apparently there is a what in the world is going on here i look orange orange I'm orange man i'm orange man bad at this point okay well we're 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 we're, we're so tell us a little bit about how you got started doing this music thing, and I'll let you do your thing while I make adjustments on my end. Sure. sure. Um, well, it's actually been a long time for me um, as a singer, songwriter, performing artist. Uh, I started professionally when I was 10 um, over in Israel. Um, I was on an independent label, and I released my first album under a different moniker, Rebecca when I was 12 um, and did a couple of music videos and toured around Israel. Um, one of the things that I, you know, really aimed to do was to promote peace throughout the medium of song, which was inspired by living in the Middle East and being half Israeli. And um, yeah, my second album, you know, it, it, it did pretty well for a 12 year old, uh, you know, in Israel. Um, I've won a, you know, a few awards from VH1 Song of the Year back then, in like 2005. Um, my music videos I've been on MTV Europe, and that was my second album when I was 17. So that's kind of like my backstory. Um, and then after I graduated high school, I moved back to the States, and I someone told me about Berkeley College of Music. Berkeley College, and obviously being a musician, that was very enticing for me. Very enticing. Um, only issue was I didn't know how to read music uh, or anything like that. I was mostly ear or played things by ear. So it was definitely a struggle. Um, but somehow I did get in. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, after I, you know, rounded myself more as an artist and opened myself to new genres, I decided to rebrand myself. I found myself more in my music and now I'm going by Rivka, which is my Hebrew name. 
And that's that debut EP that I spoke to you about, which is a love EP, kind of reintroducing myself as an artist. And, you know, now I'm working on a new EP that's going to be out. Well, the first single is coming out in February of 2022. That's awesome. That's where I'm at right now. That's awesome. Well, I think I've made some adjustments on my end. So you can see who we have in studio today. We have a musician uh, sitting on our couch. We'll get to him here in a few. Don is with us. And uh, he is tucked out in his Christmas attire. He is Cluck the Clown. By the way, Cluck, you can turn your microphone on there. If you turn your your, your mic on, it should... Can you hear me? There you are. Oh, look at that. (laughs) I feel special now. All right. Two half of people. I see a bit of a Christmas sweater. And then I see someone up on the top. So I can't see them fully. You can't see them fully. Well, what we'll do is this. I, mean, I will I will just change everything over here so you can see Cluck the Clown in all of his glory because, God dang, this guy is fantastic. Um, he, is, he, he is the original gerbil in the batting cage. Um, I, I don't know if you can see him there now, Rifka. Yeah, I, I see that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I Hi. see that. How are you? <laughs> you look great. You look like you're in this. I need to get in your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is decked out and ready for Christmas. He has been he has been he has been warned by uh, officials from other uh, entities that he's not allowed to talk about certain things. So we'll have to do that during the commercial break when no one is listening except for us in the studio. But um, uh, so so Rifka, how do we find you on social media, your your website, everything? How do we get your stuff, buy your music, all these things? I'm on every online streaming platform. Um, You can just search my my name, Rifka. Um, It's spelled a little bit differently. It's R-V-K-A-H. Um, and it's at Rivka Music on Instagram, at Rivka Music on TikTok, um, Spotify, Apple Music, um, all those online streaming platforms. You can find me just under Rivka, um, Tidal. So, yeah, pretty much everything. You can even, you know, when you make your uh, holiday Instagram stories later or Reels or TikTok Reels, you can go ahead and use my music. I got a new... Uh, Christmas love song out. So I've uh, been trying to promote that for the holidays. So I'm, yeah, basically everywhere online. <laughs> You're all that in a bag of chips, essentially. All that in a bag of chips. Yes. <laughs> well, we are going to do this. We are going to play um, Love. Tell us about Love. We're going to play that here in a few moments. So I'm really excited that song you're playing because that's my favorite song. Um, that's actually the first song that I heard the demo of um, when I was working on the Love EP. Obviously, I call it the Love EP because Love's my favorite song. Yes. Um, but Love, it, it's kind of a, um, it's a very anthony type song, which is okay. one of the reasons I like it. I feel like a lot of people can connect to it. It's very thematic, uh, almost cinematic in a way, but still that radio potential. Yes. Um, I like because, like I said, it, it can reach to everyone, and it talks about the things that 
that you don't normally realize that are big components of a relationship when you think of love. So when you think of love and relationship, what are you sharing? You're sharing time. Yes. You're sharing space. You're sharing your yes. your keys to the apartment. So it literally talks about like your love, your time, your space. Like that's the chorus, you know? So that's kind of what that song is about. That's awesome. Well, we are going to do this. We're going to place you on a brief hold. We are going to play this track. And when we come back, we will have more with Rifka. And uh, she is going to join us here back after this song. It's love. It's here. On your Sunday radio. That is Rifka, and that is here on your big broadcast here on the Sunday radio show. And uh, thanks for joining us today. We are live on Twitch TV today. Also, um, on on Facebook here in a few moments, as our good friend Johnny Kim would say. Uh, Oh, the Facebook. And uh, we are... (laughs) We're also going to be on um, our website at JiggyJaguar.com. And um, we got all sorts of things happening today. Rifka back with us. She is amazing. And um, so tell me a little bit about your your studio there behind you for the folks that are watching us on uh, the social media and TV side of things. You've got this microphone there that is fantastic. I'm extremely jealous of your microphone. Uh, then you've got a cool little headphone there, headphone gimmick. Uh, you've got a guitar. You've got a keyboard. I do. I, do. I have just a couple little things. This is actually basically it. Just like my little in-home studio. Um, Perfect. This is where I do a lot of like, demoing out uh, different songs that are for things that I come up with or where I can just like basically. Yeah. I think that's, um, I think that's great. Yeah, so like, my recording actually is in Los Angeles. So I travel to Los Angeles quite a bit to record there. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have got Rifka with us today. She joins us here on our big program. And um, you are amazing. This has definitely been a, a really great interview. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, 
being with us. Thank you for having me. And uh, keep us updated on your on your new music because as you get new music, let us know. We will have you back. We will play it and uh, chat with you. And uh, hell, maybe the next time we have you on, we'll have the whole Megillah here. We'll have DJ Spawn and his turntables doing his wiggy 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 stuff and 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 all okay. that. So. If that's music, you're gonna love it. The first song drops on February 11th, and it's called Blind Date. Um, and there's gonna I've be been on many of those. Sorry, I've been on many of those. Although yeah, the so people I that at the time would, did not, know, but that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, again, thank you so much for having me. In the meantime, please go ahead and stream and play my Christmas love uh, song that is out. It's written. Christmas. Midnight, wrote Living in um, Kevin Blue, my manager, he's a multi platinum producer. So, you know, I'm really trying to get that out in the holiday spirit now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you making time. Thanks for joining us. And uh, just have yourself a happy holiday. Merry Christmas and everything. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy Thank you, Rifka. There she goes. That is the amazing Rifka. And we are going to take a brief time out. We are going to get things kind of reset here because, oh boy, we are just about to uh, jump off the good foot and do the bad thing, as they say. Um, we are going to take a quick little time out here. And when we come back, we will have clock the <laughs> it's studio and we have a we have a musician with us he does not know what the hell he stepped into today uh <laughs> we have got more coming up on our big program here in just a few moments here on 990 wbob Jiggy Jaguar Experience. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is fantastic. Check out dollsrent.com. That's right, dollsrent.com. Robo lovers, sex dolls for rent in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to get hot in Cleveland tonight with realistic TPE thermoplastic itemizer. Adult dolls for rent start at $99 for two hours. Absolutely realistic feeling. Dolls feel like a real girl. Robo lovers, for any of your desires, look real, feel real, premium material. Highest quality. They're local, and they deliver your order same day and accept cash on delivery payments. You could check the doll before you take it and pay after check. All dolls are fully consistent with the photographs posted on the website. Also, find them on Instagram at Dolls Rent. Also, Twitter, Dolls Rent. Facebook.com slash Dolls Rent. That's right, DollsRent.com. Real sex dolls in Cleveland. Get some sex tonight. Now appearing everywhere, it's winter. Don't miss it. All the way from now until spring. Winter. Warning. Winter may cause cold fingers, chapped lips, and a plummy mucus buildup in the back of your throat. Winter may be responsible for astronomical heating bills. Winter may be affiliated with snow and ice and result in some jerk skidding into your car at intersection. In certain people, winter may cause drowsiness in the mid to late afternoon because of the early sunset. Winter may be handled with UPS system. Shorts. During winter, a blue heat. Actual winter. 
He's a talent you will never forget. And now, his unique compositions have been captured on a two-volume CD collection. Bob Forneski and his whistling nostril. Bob Forneski and his whistling nostril will soothe your psyche and comfort your soul with the naturally organic rhythms of Bob's breath. You'll hear whistling nostril greats like... and... Bob Forneski's whistling nostril, not sold in stores anyway. office nerds and computer weenies. Forget about Trikey Fest, Computer Fest, and Cyber Fest, because this weekend it's Paperclip Fest. Wow, Paperclip Fest. Wow. That's right. Paperclip Fest. Paperclip Fest is your chance to see the latest in paperclip technology. View paperclip art and learn all about new breakthroughs in paperclip uses for the next millennium. Bring your paperclip questions and talk with factory reps. Don't miss world-renowned paperclip artist Doug Finster, showing off his famous paperclip replica of Mount Rushmore. Even see a picture house built with just paper What's the paperclip seminars going on throughout the entire exciting weekend? For the no-sacks band, the tough man cage match paperclip fight between Sneaky Pink the Pervert and Dwayne Rusty Eyes Pinkman. It's all happening this weekend. Don't miss it. Parking is limited, so hurry and get there now. It's Paperclip Fest. Paperclip Fest. Not affiliated with the World Paperclip Organization. An incredible new market. This this is too this is too great. This is too great not to tell. Um you better share this. We are going to attempt to go to Facebook on uh Facebook Live with Cluck the Clown, who is joining us in studio. We'll get to him here in just a few moments. Thanks for joining us here on our Sunday radio broadcast. On 990 WBOB in Rhode Island, of all places. Yes, Rhode Island. The mix on Tuesdays, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Don Lemon does not have any clue what he got into today. (laughs) He does not have a clue. (laughs) There he is in all of his glory, Cluck the Clown. He joins us. I want to make sure Cluck's mic is on because holy smokes, we don't want to miss any of this. So, Cluck the Clown is joining us. I have been, I guess, a a casual observer of his for the longest time. I have seen his videos on Facebook promoting wrestling events. I've seen him uh, going and doing signings and and holding live events and getting his ass kicked by guys that playing magic. <laughs> I have seen all sorts of things, <laughs> and I am so happy that we have finally today got Cluck the Clown in studio. What in the hell, Bobby? You have got a Christmas outfit on today. Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Why not? It's festive. <laughs> so, first of all, Cluck the Clown, where the hell do... I guess, I guess the question that me and, and probably Donna is asking the minute you walk through the door, where in the hell did you come from? Where did I come from? <laughs> How do you get started doing all this? Well, I guess my dad would be the major one on that one. <laughs> 
I mean, how else are we in the world, huh? Uh, how else are we in the world? Cluck no, to no, clown. No, no, no. I'm not the original OG. My father was. <laughs> the original OG. He passed away, and I took over. You took over. Yep. So it's kind of like Mr. Fitness. There's no Mr. Fitness 1. There's Mr. Fitness 2. Oh, man. Mr. Fitness. I love Mr. Fitness. <laughs> oh, shake, wait, getting in shape. The man with the million-dollar body. <laughs> Fitness. God, that's my man. <laughs> Cluck to clown today. He is going to be on good behavior because he's been told by certain forces in the professional wrestling business that he has things he can't talk about i have things i can't talk about like um the fact that my plans are now open on january 29th it's originally going to be in hoisington but now i guess i'm going to be going i I heard world wrestling express is having a show in january i may be going to that show You should definitely come out, Jiggy. We love you. I know. You guys love Jiggy, me. Jiggy, Jiggy, Jiggy. I love Jiggy. I finally got to meet Jiggy and Horton. It was so amazing. <laughs> He's so excited to be here. He's my bestie now. The clown. You know, I'm going to have to have, you know, I'm going to have to have you guys back on the day that we have DJ Spawn and his Wiggy, 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 his oh. Dex. That thing. Oh, yeah. That thing. And uh, <laughs> we are going to have to have you guys here when we're doing all this because it is. DJ Spawn would put you on his TikTok. Oh, I bet. Let's do this. I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm always open to come hang out with Jiggy. Oh, my God. So, okay, let's, let's, let's keep at least this first segment. Before we get into any of the craziness, try to keep it clean. Well, what I want to do is we can say anything we want. I want to further some storylines. What the hell is sin? Explain to me what the hell is sin. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. You don't know what strength in numbers is. Apparently, I do now. After you guys have you guys uh, uh, stole U.S. tag titles. Oh man! I'm Cluck the Clown, the leader of sin. There's a whole mess of us running around. There is. My little tag team partner, Drasic. And then we have Aiden Brimstone. And then we have Smash Mouth McCollum. (laughs) You've got a little bit of everything. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. So you have the U.S. tag titles. Yeah. Um... How does Bones Connolly fit into any of this? Mr. I'm the number one hot dog eating fool of Kansas. <laughs> we love Bones. Me and Bones used to host Prison City Extreme Productions together. Prison City's Vendemonium. And that's where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there's no Bones. I don't know where Bones is. Where's Bones? <laughs> where is Bones? <laughs> Somewhere out in the world of Kansas. We'll see him when WWX appears. So, Cluck the Clown. So, how does, how does Sin get together? Sin gets together where we need to get together to beat up somebody. What are you talking about? <laughs> I should know that. They say, hey, we need Sin here, and Sin shows up to have a party. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of guests in studio. They don't freak out Peter the Cat like Club the Clown did. Wait a minute, you have a cat named Peter? <laughs> we have what a- are you compensating for, Jiggy? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Usually, Peter, 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 Peter. Peter. Is that how you call your kitty? Because you can't say meow, meow, Mr. Meows. Here, Peter. Come here, Peter. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm. I. I just. 
you you are fantastic. I am. I just. So, and we're getting calls apparently now. Oh man, it's like the Commissioner Gordon's calling. Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. You are live on the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio show. Who is this? This is Ariel Hutchins. Hey, Ariel, how are you? I have you scheduled for like two or three minutes from now. Can I give you a call back here in about two minutes? You sure can. Okay, I will do that. She apparently she is. Uh, you sure can. She might be country artist, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> so cluck the clown. So. I'm going to have to have a lot of conversations with you today. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> I'm always open and to at you. some point, I'm gonna, uh, uh, we're going to see what, what Dawn wants to, has, has for you. Cause I, <laughs> see, Dawn, Dawn remembers being on this show about 20 years ago, and it wasn't as crazy as it is now. What? This show's been that long? <laughs> no way, Jiggy, you're that old. <laughs> well... I was told the other day that if I would shave my eyebrows, I would look like an egg. I'm not going to say anything, Uncle Fester. Because <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're going to have a whole Adams Family thing going. We're going to have a whole Adams Family thing going. So we are going to do this. Um, but, but before, before we end this first segment here with, with Cluck the Clown, where are you appearing? Where, where are some of your next appearances that you're going to be? Uh, well... I can't tell you certain dates and times and things like that, but I will say World Wrestling Express on the next show. It'll be me and Akuma Ateo, which is Predator's son. Yes, yes, yes. I'm wrestling him next. That's happening. Yeah. And then once I beat that ass, I'm going after the big dog. <laughs> of course. I'm going to be coming after you, Predator. <laughs> you better shine up that title because I'll be coming for it. I just want you to know that. Well, we are going to do this. We're going to take a brief timeout. When we come back, we have got Ariel Hutchins going to join us. Always putting me in timeout. What is wrong with you? No. No, I'm not putting you in timeout. You don't put baby in corner. That's right. Everybody in the room got that reference. We are going to take a really, really brief time out because I cannot. This is fantastic. We will be back. Cluck the Cloud. He is on point at all times. And uh, (laughs) back after this on our big program. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is fantastic. Check out dollsrent.com. That's right, dollsrent.com. Robo lovers, sex dolls for rent in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to get hot in Cleveland tonight with realistic TPE thermoplastic itemizer. Adult dolls for rent start at $99 for two hours. Absolutely realistic feeling. Dolls feel like a real girl. Robo lovers, for any of your desires, look real, feel real, premium material. Highest quality. They're local, and they deliver your order same day and accept cash on delivery payments. You could check the doll before you take it and pay after check. All dolls are fully consistent with the photographs posted on the website. 
Also, find them on Instagram at Dolls Rent. Also, Twitter, Dolls Rent. Facebook.com slash Dolls Rent. That's right, DollsRent.com. Real sex dolls in Cleveland. Get some sex tonight. Available for the first time, a special instructional series that will teach you to play mouth guitar. You never learned to play a musical instrument, but that's okay. In no time, you'll be playing mouth guitar. Learn these classics of the mouth guitar. Smoke on the water. Satisfaction. And Inagata De Vida, the long version. Add a little reverb. Buzz tone. Play country mouth guitar. Order now and get this special bonus, the quintessential desk drummer. Mouth guitar and desk drumming. No batteries, amplifiers, chords, or talent required. You could rob a liquor store or steal a car or even do a job for the guys who wear fancy suits and pay no taxes. But that would be illegal. Introducing a new better way to get money fast. It's Johnny Cash. The new concept in fast money. It's not an ATM. It's not a loan shark. It's just a man in black with a fist full of green. Hi, Mr. Cash. Can I borrow 10 bucks? Oh, anything to keep a loyal fan on the right side of the law. Here you go. Gee, thanks, Mr. Cash. Don't mention it. Visit your convenient Johnny Cash location and beg your next cash advance. It'll keep you out of Folsom Prison. Johnny Cash. Get fast money now where you see the burning ring of fire. Do you like chili? Really hot chili? Then you should try O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili. That's right, O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili is so hot it's guaranteed to burn the roof of your f***ing mouth or your money back. Made from the hottest jalapeno spices and peppers after just one bite. Wow, that's the hottest f***ing chili I've ever tasted. That's O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili from the maker. Like a grilled cheese in a Cadillac. Stylish, but yet classy. The Jiggy Jaguar Experience. Okay, we are back live. We are going to go to our next guest. She is going to join us on the telephone. And uh, it is Christmas time in Queens? What is that song? Run DMC? I I am going to turn up the microphones of our two guests in studio because I don't want to miss any of the gold that might come out of either one of them. And uh, we are going to go to our next guest. She is going to join us here on the telephone. Ariel Hutchins is with us. So, Ariel, tell me tell me, and my uh, fine-feathered friends in studio, uh, Don Lemon and, of course, the fantastic Cluck the Clown, a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm a mom of three, and I live in Oak Cross Plains, Texas, and, um, there's not a whole lot about me. I mean, I sing, uh, <laughs> try to, uh, we have our little farm, uh, we have cattle, we have horses, we have dogs. I mean, I don't know that I'm that interested. <laughs> so, so, how, how does all of that get you into the spirit of being a musician? Um, well, being a musician obviously came first, but it's had a lot to do with, you know, how I write, you know, the music that I write. Okay. And, 
the way of life that we, you know, live. So it inspires me a lot to put that out there because, you know, there's not a whole lot of people who get to live like we do, okay. you know. So it's a big part of me. Well, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is quite the deal. We have got Ariel Hutchins with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. She is a Texas singer-songwriter and performing artist. Her music celebrates her West Texas heritage and embodies her love of country music, past and present. And uh, she joins us here on our big broadcast. We also have in studio today uh, a guy who the last time I talked to him, I think was 20 years ago. Don Lemon. He is with us. And of course, we have the fantastic... Forget about what you've heard. Forget about gerbils and batting cages. Forget about ferrets and jello fights. Forget about dogs and sanders. We have the fantastic Cluck the Clown in studio, Ariel. Uh, hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it one more time. God bless Texas. <laughs> God bless oh Texas. And uh, so, Ariel, you have uh, a lot of music. You have put together a lot of great stuff. You can go over to her website, arielhutchinsmusic.com, for more information. She is also on Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, and, of course, the YouTube. And you can find Ariel. What's up, Ariel? Go ahead. I said, and iTunes. <laughs> Look at that. She's on iTunes as well. She's also on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, which is a crazy place. And uh, as my good friend Johnny Kim would say, oh, to Facebook. She's also on Facebook. So, Ariel, um, what are some of your goals as a uh, musician over the next couple months? Um, my goal is to get more music recorded and okay. put out. And, um, you know, just kind of relate to, relate to my fans more, um, be able to, since COVID, you know, everything's kind of been shut down and be able to embrace them more in person and stuff. So it's kind of, it's kind of just growing more as an artist. That's kind of my goal in the next few months. (laughs) So, Cluck the Clown, I don't know why I'm doing this, because this is just going to be insane. Do you have any questions for Ariel? So, you have a farm? You have a farm, right, Ariel? Do you have chickens? Yes, I do. Do you have chickens? Now, see, listen, I've been wanting some dang chickens, and my husband won't build me an old chicken coop, so I cannot have no chickens. She can't have chickens. That's the best thing I don't want. I like chickens. I have chickens. I love chickens. You have chickens? I love chickens. You know, you know what's funny about that is that uh, the lovely and talented Brittany Baxter is trying to get me to let her build a chicken coop and have chickens at her house. Yeah! And then I am going to get conned into taking care of said chickens. Dude, I can say I have a little chicken named Flexi. I think that works. <laughs> So, Ariel, you have you have got some really cool music out here. Tell us about uh, this track that you have with Sundance Head. Showtime. Yes, tell us about yeah. Showtime. 
Oh, man, Sundance, he's such a cool cat. He's so easy to work with. You know, we have the same personality. You can't take us serious in the same. I mean, putting us together to do something serious is not the best idea anybody's ever had because we're both goofballs the whole time. Okay. So, but it, it, that song is so cool, and it just it relates, you know, because we're both married, so it relates to both of our spouses. And, you know, and it's cool to be able to get together and do something outside of what I, you know, normally don't do in my music. <laughs> okay, apparently, uh, Ariel, besides uh, Cluck the Clown and Dawn in studio, Cluck the Clown has brought his bird. Gary. Gary the bird. Um, Gary, do you have any questions for uh, <laughs> have any questions for Ariel? He says he loves Texas. He says he uh, he says he loves Texas. And you should get some chicky chicks. And you should get some chicky chicks, according to Gary the bird. He loves chickies too. <laughs> Jeez. I think I now we gotta talk to your husband in it, but I think we can make it happen now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can make it happen now because Gary the bird has made it happen. Such a good bird. <laughs> he has spoken. Gary has spoken. <laughs> Gary has Gary. I right, I'm gonna be sending you the video of this later, Ariel, and you are gonna love this. Please. <laughs> you are gonna have to show this to your husband because. Gary has now set it into existence. So now you get your chicken coop. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> like a Make-A-Wish Foundation. We're always <laughs> Clock is like Make-A-Wish. That's right. Okay. Uh, we are going to do this. I'm going to put you on a brief hold here, Ariel. We are going to play Showing Off. And when we come back, we have got more with Ariel Hutchins. Here is Showing Off here on our big program.
Sundance Head and Ariel Hutchins. It is showing off and it is here on our big program. Oh my lord. I don't know what we've stepped into, but I got it all over our feet. Ariel Hutchins is with us. And uh, Don Lemon is in studio. And of course, the fantastic Cluck the Clown. And now Gary has arrived. Damn right. Uh, Gary is like a grilled cheese in a Cadillac, stylish but yet classy. He is here. And um, so, Ariel, before we let you go, my friend, how do we get in touch with you on the web and buy your music and everything else? Talkie. There we are. <laughs> I'm Got on you. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, um, every place you can think of downloading music. I'm there too. Just type in my name, R E L A R I E L, and you'll find me. Well, you are tremendous. Thank you for doing this. And Thank I you. and I definitely, once we get this uploaded to the old uh, and the Facebooks and the Rumbles and all these places. I will make sure you get a copy of this so you can make sure that um, Gary the bird will let you have your chicken coop now. He'll convince your husband. That's right. And now now you'll get your chicken coop. So rely on Gary. Rely on Gary. And uh, thanks for doing this, Ariel. I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks. Have yourself a wonderful day. There she goes. That is Ariel Hutchins. Oh, my God. What a deal. Um, so let's, 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 let's get Don's perspective on this whole thing. Uh, Don, you've got a mic over there. Turn that puppy on. What in the world do you think of Cluck the Clown and Gary and this whole fucking mess today? It's beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful. (laughs) Cluck the Clown and Gary. So where, where did Gary come from? Gary? Gary's original. He was my dad's blue bird. Okay. He kind of, you know, I got inherited with him. <laughs> and, and now, and now, Emmy the cat has come out here to attack Gary. <laughs> you know, she she probably needed that. She's quite the bully around here. So uh... it's better than that little Peter running around. <laughs> Peter, Peter, come here, Peter, Peter, meet Gary. <laughs> oh my God! So, Don, did you think today when you were on this show you were going to run into anything uh, like this? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Wasn't sure what to expect. You know, about things. This is, this, is the, this is definitely a treat. This, this, you know, this might become an annual Christmas tradition: Christmas with clock. Oh. On a radio show. Christmas, holidays, you name it, I'll be here, Jiggy. I'll come see you just for fun. We're going to travel. We're going to go to all these little titty conventions. You know, you know, we, you know, Clock, when you go on the road this summer, if you have any indie dates you're working, I, I want to go on the road with Clock. Oh, please do. I would be so excited to have you there with me. I've got to go on the road with Clock. So, okay. So let, let, let's let, let's talk about the porn convention. We might have to have Don. I think I might have to have Cluck go with us to the porn convention. I might have to get him a press pass. He'll be the most over guy there. Oh. Gary will be the most over guy there. That's a good idea. That is a good idea because in 
Let me see if I can find some of these photos. In, in, um... I believe it was, well, ironically, it was right before a worldwide pandemic, which might have been part of the, part of the problem. Um, we, <laughs> we went to Vegas for the, for the last ABN show. And when we went to the convention, I happened to find out that there was a macho man Randy Savage impersonator who lived in Vegas. And I said, hey, I want to get you on the show. I want to get you a press pass. I want to get you into the show. And he told me, he's like, okay, well, what do I got to do? I said, be you. Just show up and be you. Be the macho man. So he told me he was going to, you know, come to the event. And, of course... You know, the, the lovely and talented Brittany Baxter, she doesn't really know anything about wrestling. She doesn't really care. She's She doesn't mark out like I do when I meet some of these guys. You know, she, she didn't care. And so we're walking around the... I'm going to see if I can find this photo. Um, we were walking around the, the ABN on Thursday. And I said, hey, I went up to Derek... Um, Derek, no, not Derek Stone. That's the wrestler. Uh, <laughs> Derek Pierce, the porn guy. <laughs> uh, you know, what's, what's funny is Derek Stone will probably send me a message later and go, don't you confuse me for the porn guy. <laughs> but, uh, Derek Stone. <laughs> so I tell Derek Pierce, I said, I've got a macho man Randy Savage impersonator coming to the convention tomorrow. He goes, dude, he'll be the most over guy here. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, think about what industry we're all in. I said, yeah. He says, he'll be the most over guy here. I said, I'll get him a press pass. I'll, we'll do the whole thing. So he spreads the word throughout the convention. And on Saturday morning, after we got done having breakfast with another porn star friend of mine, all of a sudden we get up from the table and this guy has messaged me on Facebook and he goes, I'm in the hard rock. Where do I meet you? And I said, I'm the moron in the pink suit, because I have my pink suit. And uh, purple suit, whatever. And, um, and, and, and and I said, I'm the moron in the purple suit. You'll see me. So he comes walking in there, spitting image of the macho man. He's got the hat. He's got the, the gear, the whole thing. He's got the slim gems. He's got the whole thing. He's fantastic. As you can see that photo there, he's fantastic. He looks like Randy Savage. He comes in. He's he's done the voice for so long, he just slips into it. Oh, brother. You know, all the stuff. On the way up the elevator to go to the uh, press room, he's telling me the whole way. He's like, am I going to eat? Are these people even going to know who I am? I said, dude, trust me. You are dressed like the goddamn macho man Randy Savage. We get up to the press room. The place is sold out. There's got to be 150 people in that tiny-ass press room. And they all pop for this guy. They all want photos. They're quoting old promos to him. They're all this stuff. We take him down on the floor. The porn marks are getting photos with him. Brittany basically became his handler at a certain point. She basically was making sure that he got through the convention. We had porn stars who were who were at their booths shoving the marks out of lines and saying, you have got to come over here and get a photo with me. 
we did a whole bunch of stuff with him. So, this last year, we went to Exotica in uh, Chicago, of all places. Rosemont, Illinois, whatever. It's they call it they they say it's in Chicago. It's kind of like when AEW goes to places. They go to Garland, Texas, and they go just outside of Dallas. <laughs> no, you're in Garland, Texas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to Rosemont, Illinois. We have a blast. We met the Godfather. Uh, he was great. He would love the fuck out of you. <laughs> we, uh, he would, you would be the most over person at this thing. I want to go. So, April 29th, they have announced the dates. They are going to be in, uh, all sorts of places this year. But, uh, they are going to be kicking ass, taking names, doing all this stuff. Exotica 2022 is April 29th through May 1st in Chicago, Illinois at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center. You may have to go with us. I am totally going. <laughs> and Gary. You better, and we might have to bring Gary. You better mark us down for that. <laughs> and yeah. Then July 15th through the 17th, I'll be in Miami. Um, I cannot attend the Miami, Florida convention because Brittany, who is... I don't know whatever how you want to call her. Don't call her the assistant. She can't stand being called the assistant. But um, she's allergic to the entire state of Florida. So <laughs> she can't go to Florida. Um, we may go to Edison, New Jersey, October 21st through the 23rd. Because my photographer, Michael Nagy, is from New Jersey. But I'm afraid if we go to New Jersey, I'll get stuck going to vampire bars because Nagy's huge in the vampire bars. The last time we... Michael Nagy moved back to New Jersey, and I... He paid for the entire trip, so I'm like, I'm not turning that a free trip to New Jersey, so I went with him. We had to go to some of these vampire clubs. People are biting each other, all this crap. I'm like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> so, so we may do New Jersey. I don't know. Clock in a vampire bar. Could December 2nd through the 4th, they're going to be in Washington, D.C. A porn convention in Washington, D.C. The jokes write themselves. <laughs> so... <laughs> Clock the Clown Unleashed in Chicago. Oh, yeah. This happens. may have to happen. Oh, it's going to happen, Jiggy. You, <laughs> it's too late. You've gone too far, and I'm not going back. We're doing this, Jiggy. Because <laughs> I showed up in my... I always show up in my Christmas suits. I have, I have, um, I have a red christmas suit with kitties on it christmas kitties <laughs> i have a green suit with santas on it i had to walk a porn star friend of mine from the hotel across the street to the convention center they were people were driving by waving honking i was more over than she was and she was half naked <laughs> so <laughs> it's quite the time in uh, in Chicago, and I've also heard rumors that maybe Flex Reed might be meeting us there or going with us. 
The Preacher might be going with us, which, if anybody knows anything about The Preacher and driving across the country, we're going to be stopping a lot. Every 15 minutes. <laughs> Every 15 minutes. <laughs> which is part of the reason why we may get in the day before. Because I'd like to get press passes, get acclimated, all, all the stuff to the area. I do have a warning, though, from Big Will, who is going to be going with us. Do not buy drinks at the bar at the after party. He spent 50 bucks on two drinks. <laughs> and they were like this big. <laughs> do not buy drinks at the hotel bar. You'll carry the flask, right? <laughs> you got this. Carry a Mike Game flask, something. <laughs> Although a Mike Game flask, I think, is in the possession of uh, the Mangler. So <laughs> we had to get it back from the Mangler in order for us to take the flask with us to Chicago. Oh, I know. So, I just tuck it right there, huh? Yeah. We got this. We got this. <laughs> so last year, or this, year, this last year when we went, we met the Godfather, the former pro wrestler, oh, soul taker, yeah. Papa Shango, all that. And Big Will got to smoke with the Godfather. He got to hang out with the Godfather. He got to interview the Godfather, all the stuff. We got to interview some Hooters. They, they had the Hooters girls there. Um, we got to we, we we couldn't interview some of them because they were they, they didn't want to be on camera because they were teachers during the day. <laughs> so they they couldn't be interviewed on camera. The education system is so broken in this country that these <laughs> these women had to be Hooters waitresses at night to be able to pay for school supplies for for the children, as they say. So. We had all that, but I'll tell you, if you wear that outfit right there, and, I'm you, and, profile and you go to this thing, <laughs> you know, let, 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 let me see what, what else I've, I've got here, because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this could be the greatest act I've ever pulled off. <laughs> Getting you to Chicago. Well, and I also, one of the things that I do when we go on these trips, these porn conventions, is every time we stop to get gas, I do a live update from wherever we are. And imagine him walking into a convenience store in, like, Topeka. Or in... Ohio or, or Iowa or wherever the hell we go. We go to the world we went to the world's largest truck stop this year in Iowa and just walked around. I think I dressed up like a banana or something. I, I don't know what, what I did. Uh, I think I had my eagle outfit on. I had my eagle onesie. <laughs> I think I had my eagle outfit on. Big Will uh, started referring to me as his retarded little brother named uh, uh, little James. <laughs> I was Little James. <laughs> so. I see a banana and a clown wrestling. I would love it. I, I, I'll, I'll get the banana outfit out. You dress like that, and we'll, we'll do the whole thing. Peanut butter jelly time. You bring the you bring the crew, and we will make this. We will rock it and roll this thing. Uh, Cluck the Clown is with us. Don Lemon is with us. So, so, 
So, Cluck, I, 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 have I talked you into going to the porn convention? Oh, yeah, it's happening, Kim. <laughs> you already know that. I'm going with you. We're going to go do this together. I don't have to talk. I might have to talk Gary into it because Gary's Gary's kind of highbrow. He might not. I don't know. He's talking about motorboating. So <laughs> it's happening. Oh, we got to hang out with. Um, Oh, who the hell was it? This chick. Well, we didn't. We didn't get a chance to hang out with Rubber Doll because she, frankly, scares the hell out of me. She's got these like. She's got this bustier that she takes like a drill to, and she has sparks go over. Craziest thing I've ever seen. She. She frankly scares the hell out of me. So I. I, I there was midget midget porn stars at this thing. Just your height, I know. Gary would be the Gary might be a little taller than a tiny Trixie. You never know. <laughs> um, we could we could definitely get you into all sorts of trouble at this yeah, thing. I can tell it's happening, uh, <laughs> and you would be so over at this thing. So okay, what kind of okay since 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 we'd probably get there on a Thursday. We'd have the travel there. We'd be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'd come back on Monday. So for three three or four days, what would be your outfits for the days? I have lots of outfits, Jimmy. So you'd have this for one day. Oh, I have lots and lots. <laughs> I could dress up in my old, my old school gear. I could dress up like Captain Spaulding. You tell me what you want me to dress up as. <laughs> How many outfits do you have that you could... You could just... I have enough outfits in my closet to make fun of every indie wrestler in this area. <laughs> That's facts. Including Kenny Zombie Jones? Yes. I love Kenny Zombie I Jones. I do. I love Kenny, too. He's so great. I mean, we tag team together. Yeah. At traditional oh, you American were a Pro. tag team? We are. At traditional American Pro Wrestling. Oh, my God. Yeah. Somebody get me some footage of this. You didn't know that? <laughs> I did not know anything about this. Oh, man. I'll get the footage I just for you. knew that you guys at one point were passing out candy at like a trunk or tree. Yes, we did. Yep. So, that's all I know. Well, yeah, there's so much you don't know then. There is so much I do not know. You know, you know what's funny about uh, this Exotica thing this last time that we were up there? There was this guy. We were standing in line. I had an interview set up. I had talked to this chick's PR person. We were ready to go. And we and I'm, I'm going to see if I can just find these because I know Big Will took a picture of this. Um, apparently, there are these, and I always like to refer to them as porn marks because that's kind of what they are. Um... They go to these events, they bring their belts. They bring their replica belts and have the porn star sign them and wear them and they take photos with them. But this guy, this was the craziest deal. He had brought, he had, had built like an, a Captain America shield and a light up Thor hammer. And he had this giant bag that he brought with him and he pulled them out of the bag and he had her pose with them and he took photos and he paid her for it. I have a Captain America shield. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I do. You may need to bring. I have Captain Cluck. You, <laughs> some, some, some 
Of course you freaking have a Captain Clug shield. Whole outfit and all. A whole outfit, the whole Megillah. I just cannot wait to unleash you on the world that is the porn world. You'll be the biggest thing in the porn world. You know, they're going to love you, flex grade, the whole nine yards. Keeping it flexy. <laughs> this is, this is going to be just amazing. I, I, I don't even know what to say at this point. <laughs> we are going to do this. So we're going to take a break. So many words to say. And when we come back, we are going to chat with Don Lemon. And yeah. oh boy, is this going to be fun because he's got to deal with me and Cluck the Clown. So, and Gary. <laughs> Peter has now come up to the desk. Little he's, Peter. Are you petting your Peter over there? <laughs> are you really? How are you going to pet your Peter in front of us? <laughs> so, we are going to do this. We are going to take a time out. I guess I am petting my Peter here. Yep, you sure are. Okay, we're watching. Coming up on the other side here. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. This is fantastic. Check out dollsrent.com. That's right, dollsrent.com. Robo lovers, sex dolls for rent in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to get hot in Cleveland tonight with realistic TPE thermoplastic itemizer. Adult dolls for rent start at $99 for two hours. Absolutely realistic feeling. Dolls feel like a real girl. Robo lovers, for any of your desires, look real, feel real, premium material. Highest quality. They're local, and they deliver your order same day and accept cash on delivery payments. You could check the doll before you take it and pay after check. All dolls are fully consistent with the photographs posted on the website. Also, find them on Instagram at Dolls Rent. Also, Twitter, Dolls Rent. Facebook.com slash Dolls Rent. That's right, DollsRent.com. Real sex dolls in Cleveland. Get some sex tonight. Times were tough, and you never thought you'd even consider it. But dang, this is good. Tender, juicy, full of protein. And now you don't have to worry about it rummaging through the garbage cans again. Whether it's a mystery meat stew or a hearty treat that even provided antlers for over the fireplace, you slap it on the grill and... Ah, I'm going to put on the bib and be ready for the second it's done. It's not the other white meat. Well, not always. In fact, it's kind of hard to tell what color it was supposed to be, but... No matter, at this price, bring it on. Roadkill. It's what's for dinner. If we're drunk enough. Good evening, everyone. It's me, Reg. Reg is filming. 
the most beloved television personality ever. Welcome to Million Dollar Password. I'm telling you, this show is bonkers. And now, the announcer will tell us the first word. The password is adenoids. No, it's not. What? It is not. Yeah, huh? Huge airway blocking. Make you sound stupid. Adenoids. Quit making fun of the way I talk. What are you talking about? I'll be in my trailer. Baby. Excuse me, dirty serial killer looking guy with the sledgehammer. Why did I stop here? Do you know the way to Route 70? No. Oh. What is that? That's the money you could be saving by switching your car insurance to Geico. Must have been following you for miles. Looks tired. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I'd just blow them on hookers and beer anyway, so. Hmm, that seemed to perk him up. Yeah. In fact, I might just walk over, grab him, and take him to a strip club. Never seen him look so happy and excited. Hey, boy, want to get tucked into a G-string? Look at him. Practically jumped into your pocket. He's money. He's looking into your very soul. He knows you like to save money. He's made of money. And he knows you want to tuck him into a G-string. Oh, yeah. We put the guy in Geico. Um, wait for me, the lizard. I'd like to go, too. It's the Jiggy Jaguar Experience. Oh, boy, it is. Holy shit today. As you can see in studio, there he is. Forget about what you've heard. Cluck the Clown is with us. God damn, what a show today. <laughs> I, have not, I have not had this much fun probably since the last time we had Spawn here. We had all the wiggy, wiggy, wiggy stuff going. But... Um, Cluck the Clown is with us. He He's also got Gary, which is, uh, I do love Gary. Gary's yeah, great. Softy. Gary is, Gary is something else. I, I, I just don't even know, I just don't even know what to say at this stage of the game. <laughs> it just is so strange. But we have, we have quite the show today. Um, Don Lemon is with us as well. He is he is putting up with all sorts of uh, shenanigans today. I have a crazy circus going on in my head right now. It's uh, midget hookers and uh, it's, it's a crazy circus. Going it's, on, so it, there's bananas and uh, oh, I'm wearing my banana socks. <laughs> <laughs> bananas. Of course he's wearing. You know this guy literally is prepared for anything that anybody says. <laughs> it's literally prepared. So, so Don, um, I haven't talked to you in twenty years. It's been a while. This is amazing. It has been a long time. You were with uh, True Illusion. Yep. Yep. What uh, the hell are those guys doing? Are they doing anything? Um, I don't. I don't 
not sure if they are or not. Uh, yeah. I, you know, just um, being doing the married life and, and being good good fathers and all that stuff. Or I said fathers, sorry, father. Mike's. He's hearing this. He's getting. <laughs> so okay, so you were in true illusion, and now you're doing your own thing. Yeah, it's been about 17 years um, since I had played guitar. I think it was 04, yeah. 2004 when I had exited the band and um, you know, I just went on to the normal life, I guess you will, to work every day at a job you hate. And <laughs> <laughs> so cluck so, the clown. What, what, what do you think of Don? He, he's, he's a musician. I was trying to figure out your casting couch. <laughs> you were trying to figure out the casting couch. <laughs> you know, Ross Long and Rob McCaleb and a few others that, on this show, they oh, often really? refer to it as the casting couch. Flex and Preacher on that? You know what's funny about that is that when, whenever I have a new apartment that I move into, I always try to have a couch So because we have guests that come over and everything. And... I was going to buy me one, and then when I moved in, we had that spot open. And at one point, uh, Dave Jennings, who was my photographer at the time, he's like, I'll get you a free couch. And he brokered a deal with one of the auto... uh, He brokered a deal with, like, one of the rent-to-own places here in town, and he shows up here one day with his couch. And I go, where'd you get the couch? And he goes, oh, they were getting ready to throw it out because they couldn't sell it. So you get it now. And I'm like, okay, perfect. And I've had a who's who of people that have that have sat on that couch. Did you at least take a black light to it first? <laughs> we might have to take a black light to it. So, so Dawn, um, you end up here. You've got Cluck the Clown here. You've got me. You've got Gary. Casting couch. We have the yeah. casting couch. Casting couch. We have Peter, Peter here. the cat. And yeah, you over there petting your Peter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we have the whole crew. Crazy circus going on in my head. I can't even think straight. And we've got the banana sauce. Yeah, I brought the bananas. So, so Dawn, did, did you think when when I invited you to be on the show today? Did you think I didn't? I didn't think it was going to be as crazy as it is today. No, you didn't uh, elaborate too much. You just said I got another guest, and it was going to be a lot of fun. You were, you were absolutely right about that. <laughs> You're not disappointed. I am not disappointed. So, Clock, what do you have for Don? He's a so musician. So He's. You just doing the father life now, huh? Uh, not so much the father life. My daughter's 22. Holy cow, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't look at me like that. I don't want people to know my true age. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to know my true basically turned age. her room into uh, my guitar room, my recording studio, where I build guitars and uh, sleep now, too. Wow. <laughs> so you build guitars. Tell us about this. I think uh, this is pretty badass. Well, you know, it's just kind of just stems from getting back into music, you know, after my father passed and uh, dove into music theory and just started, you know, playing again after 17 years. I remember putting the guitar in my lap and it just felt so foreign. Like, what the hell is this? And uh, it's just been a a compulsive thing going every day, 20 hours a day, um, no lie. I just, I didn't want to go to sleep just because I want to keep 
fucking with guitars. Are you gonna put? I just keep on fucking. You know, I don't. Honestly, I don't know what the future holds. Of course, I'm not. You know, but I just keeping everything open and seeing where where it goes and just writing as much as possible. Like three songs every day is kind of. But it's just. Wow! And just shooting them out. Yeah, I started. Uh, Holy smokes! Started recording three months, three months ago on Bandlab, the 25th of September, and I got over 20 songs on there now. Hell uh, yeah! And uh, <laughs> impressive. Uh, you know, it's just uh, kind of you know when the three days and when I don't have one come in at that point, you start to kind of freak out. You know, because you've been used to just cranking them out and stuff, but. Uh, you know, you don't really know what what's going to happen, so I just keep going, keep building guitars, and um, see where it goes. Gary says if you ever need a drummer, he'll play drums for you. I do need a drummer. See? Yeah. Gary on drums. <laughs> you know, if Gary's playing drums, you know, maybe, uh, and I don't know, maybe, maybe Cluck is too young to get this reference, but um, would he be in, uh, like, the showbiz band? Remember the Rock of Fire Explosion or whatever? I don't know about that. Showbiz? I know! I, I'm pretty mean on cowbell. I'm Pretty mean on it. Everyone needs more well, cowbell. Everyone, <laughs> everyone needs more cowbell. So we've got Don Lemon with us today. He joins us in studio. He has put together uh, a pretty interesting uh, collection of music. First of all, tell us about Time. We are going to try to play that here in a few moments. I'm going to play that off a of band lab. Time is, um, I think, is my best mix that I've done such a thick sound and it, um, just it's just two guitar tracks so far and when you hear it it's just like that's just two guitars just two and guitars just two guitars one main track and then I, I took another kind of um, like a little solo riff I looped it and split it in half and then panned it off to panned it off to 80% on each side so you got 20 in the middle and 80 on both sides and wow put it in the background so it's just kind of layered I like the ambient um, tone and the vibes. I like to make, like, create a realm for you to kind of just get lost in the music. You know, get on your level and just um, enjoy it. Get out of this fucked up world for a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've got stuff. That, That's kind of what we're doing here today. <laughs> yeah, 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 right I've got stuff that you know your grandma would listen to, and you know, I got stuff your mom would see. Your, Crackhead son would listen to <laughs> the black sheep or whatever. <laughs> There's stuff oh. all over <laughs> the crackhead son would listen you know, to. I don't know where this stuff comes from. That's I, awesome. I, I never, never played anything like the stuff that's happening now. So when it comes out, I just roll with it. And, and, uh. so, and I was going to have you play Starlight today, but now. I don't know. I think the mothership's going to be uh, more fitting. Well, I, I've i got to play this Time song, and when we come back, we will have more here with Cluck the Clown and Don Lemon and <laughs> Gary and Peter the Cat and the whole nine yards <laughs> here on our big program. 
hell of a deal. That's a that's a that's a. Uh, so we are back, and we have got two great guests with us in studio. We have Clock to Clown. We have Don Lemon, not from CNN. Oh God! I did. I did have somebody make a comment to me the other day. We can just start calling me. Joe what Boo. I said. We just Joe Boo from here on out. Joe Boo from that guy. There we go. They separate me from that guy. Joe Boo. Joe Boo and Cluck the Clown. That sounds like a goddamn tag team to me. That that sounds like he needs to be in sin hey, now. Like I said, I'm keeping everything open. So. <laughs> we have a lot of honorary members. We'll put you under a mask. The whole thing. It'll be great. I got a clown mask for you. Don't worry. Oh, I know, I know. Gary's here. Peter has calmed down. He's now sleeping on the the desk. Plopped out on the desk. He pet the Peter to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So, Don, there's no singing in your music. Explain this. I'm a horrible singer. That's, <laughs> I mean, Gary I, said I have vocal lines. I, I, I can hear. Gary, Gary said you got a you got a voice, so I can hear. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think we can let's get the sound clip back. I can oh back. my god, that was great! <laughs> you popped everybody in the room. That's awesome. Go ahead. I forget what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do. <laughs> If I didn't have this crap on a sheet here, I wouldn't even know what the hell I was saying. Uh, I mean, I can hear the vocal lines in my head. I mean, when I listen to music, I can hear it come through. I just can't sing it. So, I mean, I know what I want, but it's unfortunate. And you have no drummer. I have no drummer, so I'm just using some, um, and I've never, you know, once again, 17 years of of a break and no music playing. And then one day you were like, let's go. It's it's go time. Um, So I have no drummer. I'm just using some drum uh, sampler or whatever on the the DAW. Hey, there's, um, there is, and I don't know if I can, can, I consider him a friend, but he doesn't consider me a friend anymore. (laughs) But uh, there used to be a guy by the name of Burgess Martin who played music. You went to school with Burgess. He is a talented motherfucker. He can play two guitars at the same time. We're actually uh, Facebook friends, I believe. Look at that. Uh, You might have dropped me, though, because I posted some really political bullshit. (laughs) I wouldn't think think Burgess would care. But Burgess, when he used to play live, he he didn't have a drummer, so he had a drum machine. Yeah, I've seen that he would do, like, two guitars. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a fucking genius. That that guy should be making money doing music and video production. He should be making so much damn money, but he loves Kansas for whatever fucking reason, and he's still here. So, so he should but, on that one, I guess. But, um, so yeah, everything's kind of on the table and open, you know. For, for you were talking when we were listening to that song. You were telling me and the fantastic clock and apparently Gary over there uh, <laughs> about you listen to some of these people on Band Lab and you just don't get explain all this to us because you you were going on a really good tangent there and then at one point Gary I don't know won won some oh, money on the Cubbies or something and it was just, just a over. conspiracy theory I have you know. Giving up your rights for music and getting to be trending and uh, that kind of crap. Pay to play type stuff. I interviewed a, I interviewed a guy by the name of 
Trill Trill. He was a uh, rapper out of Salida, Kansas. He's got the gold teethes, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> and... <laughs> You cannot have a grill. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Like a beak, beak cover. He had to get him a beak cover. That's right. Well, <laughs> Trill Trill was on the radio show one day. This was before... This was when we were doing... If you can believe this. This radio show we're doing right now from the public library here in oh, Hutch. God. We were doing it in a conference room at the public library. And I had I had a I had two rapper friends of mine from here in town, and then we had Trill Trill on from Salina. And Trill was telling us about how he had just been signed. Oh my god, he'd been signed. And he was explaining to us that he was releasing music every single week, and he would get he got this a record label who got a hold of it. And they wanted him to come out to California and sign a deal. However, he had to pay for his own plane ticket and his own hotel. <laughs> so he gets out there and he tells them they they bring him in and they're all excited and they have him sign. And then he's never heard anything out of them. And then he wandered away. And the two guys that were sitting there that were going to be the next guest were just shaking their head. And as soon as he left the room, we went to commercial break, and they told me, they go, we got some problems with that. <laughs> I said, what are the problems? And he goes, here's what happens. He goes, there are these people that they just scour the Internet. They got nothing to do. And they will go see how much activity that you've done. And like with him, he's putting music out every single week. He's Facebooking and Twittering and TikToking and doing all this stuff. So they think at some point, someone's going to sign him. So what they do is they have him come out to wherever they are. He pays for his own plane ticket, his own hotel. He gets out there. He signs. And then they vanish. Okay, let's say 10 years from now, he ends up on American Idol and wins the whole thing. And then they can come out and say, oh, hey, remember that thing you signed? And then they can take half of his fucking shit. <laughs> and they said, they, these people are all over the place. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll run into a local artist somewhere here in Kansas and they'll tell me, oh, I just signed a deal. And then they'll tell me, well, I had to pay for my own hotel, and I had to pay for my there's, own deal. And I'm like, guys, right. you didn't sign a deal. That's right. Yeah, no, like on, to be on Spotify, you got to get a, um, a distribution company, and then they get, so you pay them to upload your songs, and then they, yes. they turn around and give it, distribute yeah. it out to them. The only deal that I've ever run into, which is, and I don't know how these people exist, but apparently they do. Um, there was a buddy of mine. He's in a he's a he's a rapper in a group called Sick and Twisted. There are three Mexican rappers. Um, my favorite moment is when Johnny Kim, who's an Asian guy who runs the Muse Ballroom in Salina, Kansas. 
Um, came up to me one day and he goes, he always called me Ziggy because he couldn't pronounce his J's. So he was always, oh, Ziggy. <laughs> and he was always like, oh, Ziggy, have you ever heard of this band? And I'm like, who? And he goes, the sick and the twisted. <laughs> and he goes, who names that band the sick and the twisted? And everything. Well, they got on this service and I'll have to look up to get a hold of Alejandro and have him send me the deal. You basically, you don't pay them anything. All you do is you upload your stuff and then you connect all your, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all this stuff to it. And then at some point when you release, you can just upload to one spot and they'll send it to all of them. And it, it basically, they help you get monetization and all these various things. It is amazing that they are not, they do so much and they're not a screw job company. I, I don't know how the hell they do it, but. Sounds cool. They do it. So I'll get a hold of Alejandro. And of course, Peter is now on the move. Peter, 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 Peter. He is, he is now on the move <laughs> in studio looking to see what Clock to Clown is doing. So, so Don, this next track we're going to hear from you. What do we have here? Because you you said you were going to change it up after you met Clock the Clown. Yeah, you, you know, decided you had to change this next track yeah, I don't up. I think Starlight. You know, I mean, it's a good track, but it, I think for where we're at right now. <laughs> okay. I think a seven minute uh, headbanger is uh, pretty good. <laughs> Let's go, Starlight. No, 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 this ain't. No, no this is okay. okay. And when we come on, back, on this one. <laughs> we will have more with Cluck to Clown, Gary, and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got more coming up. <laughs>
the stuff we can't say on the air is 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 probably the funnest part of the show. But um, we are back live here on our big program, and uh, it is a hell of a deal. A halibut of a deal, and that's a fish, much like panini. And I don't have Brittany here to tell me it's not a fucking fish. It's a grilled sandwich, you moron. Um, we have, <laughs> we have got, and this th- this could be uh, this could be a new tag team, Joe Boo and Cluck the Clown and oh, Gary. Man, I know, I know. Gary could be your J.J. Dillon. Oh, yeah, he's probably going to be our manager. (laughs) He could be the advisor. He could be your advocate, whatever the hell you want to say. You know, I seen the new Spider-Man movie and Daredevil's in that as an attorney. And uh, Gary could be an attorney. I seen it. We went and seen it. Gary could be an attorney. Oh, yeah. Totally could be an attorney. He could be my Matt Murdock. I'm glad you went and seen it. I went and seen it yesterday, and I was just over the moon. Greatest movie ever. (laughs) Have you seen the uh, new Spider-Man movie yet? Movie. you don't watch movies. Don't watch what? Games. What do you do for fun? I, I play guitar. And record. That's it. That's all I do. And you so build guitars. That's all I do. I don't watch cable TV. I don't watch. What? That's not. depressing. Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> oh my God! Is he gonna sing that? I love Spider Man. Oh man! It did not disappoint. It did not no. disappoint. <laughs> so you build guitars. I, I wake up um, from taking a nap. That's all. And, and you know, I wake up to my guitar room. I may have to steal you once a month and have you co-host this radio show. I, I deliver uh, food for DoorDash, if that counts. That's maybe, it? I, like, maybe a few deliveries or something, but it's like I, I got this weird thing inside that I can't be away from my guitars for too long. Even like right now, it's kind of... I'm, I'm telling it to shut up, but it's... So, it's so how long does it take you to build a guitar? Uh, the finish takes the longest. Um, so once the finish is done, it's just set, you know, doing the electrical and putting in the hardware and doing the setup. Uh, I'd say two to three weeks from start to finish. Okay. Get that finish time to cure. And then once I do the electrical and the setup and everything, I like to play on for another... Sometime I may have to come over when you're getting ready to build a guitar and film this whole thing from start to finish. How many do you have? Uh, ten. Oof. Not ten enough. guitars. Not enough. Not enough. I have one for every day, for a whole year. <laughs> so three. <laughs> Play it like a guitar for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, for a year. Yeah, because one will sit there and like the next, you know, I'll play uh, this one for a few days and I'll grab this one and. Yeah, well, I got I got names for you, so. Uh, He's gotten you've gotten names for the guitars. I do. I do. Yep. Okay, so I have a question. So, <laughs> when, when you're when you're building your guitars, do you go out searching for guitars to rebuild, or I mean, how do you do about? No, uh, just usually I, I get them off of solo music. They have, in my opinion, the best built kits. Um, so you start the all the way from start. To, okay. Well, not from chopping down a tree and. <laughs> in the wood, but that's on the that's down the road. Um, you can buy a build kit, you know, which I usually trash all the hardware and buy my, you know, part find my parts myself, or um, just go online and buy a body, buy a neck, and then buy some pickups and, and start putting them together. I'm really picky on on what I want, though. You know, locking tuners. I, um, I'm a big fan of the tunematic bridges. 
um, you can get such such good action um, other than a strength through body hard to or hard um, fixed bridge. Um, you, know, you can raise the tail stop on the tunematics and adjust the tension and stuff. Uh, roller bridges are huge for me. Uh, the pickups have to be, you know, in, for me they have to be high, you know, like yeah. 14, 15k. Uh, I've just found there's a lot of misled consumers and people out there. You know, all these companies or you know, big manufacturers are swamp pushing swamp ash bodies and um, neck throughs and set necks and the, oh, the sustain, the wood on wood contact. It's all bullshit. It's it's swamp ash is cheap, and then they they want to. Oh, we're not going to sell these in our um, you know our floor models, or whatever. You know, we're going to put them in our high end models. So they've they've echelon and they've you know made this swamp ash. You know, the, oh, they they boasted it up so high people will pay that price to get it. But it's cheap, and they have it sitting up here. So all that shit in the middle is profit. Yeah. And I, I hate money. I think it's the root of all evil, and I'm not a monetary person. They can, they can kiss my ass. Unfortunately, this world is designed where we have to have it to live. That's it's right. Terrible. That's um, that's one of the things Gary bitches about. Right? Facts. <laughs> now, 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 I see. I see you have a really, really pretty, uh, like that ice purple one. You, do you paint those? That is not paint. That's actually um, a finish. I can't. Exactly tell you oh, no, 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 I just, I, I, I think it's amazing. I've got works. <laughs> I, I want to do something in the works with um, a patent on it and start selling it. Because it's, I skipped off of it, of uh, my um, tail stop when I'm adjusting my, you know, high course doing my setups. You know, skip off of that or let this flathead slide out because I'm not careful. I'm just, you know, being a piece of shit. And, you know, going too <laughs> but I, I hit that flathead, the corner of it. All the way across the face of that, not a scratch. Whew. I'm like, holy shit! If you would have done this to, you know, any other guitar with a nitrocellulose finish or a polyurethane or something, you would have, oh man, you would have fucked it up. <laughs> uh, not this one. So I was like, hey, you're onto something here. So, um, but yeah, it's a sparkly, sparkly finish I love it I wasn't really sure about the magenta you know the, the pink because you know you're a dude and you have a pink guitar but fuck I don't think I love it. hey no that's my favorite you know actually I um it's about turning heads and catching eyes right over the last yeah. I don't know five years we'll say I have done uh, kickboxing and I wear all pink. I seen you on Facebook. <laughs> oh no! Of course you see me on Facebook. Oh shit! Got real now. Hold on. <laughs> I seen you in the gym and uh, very impressed. Yes. Part of the reason why I've been able to um part part of the reason why I've been able to get to the point where I can deadlift 400 pounds is because of our mutual friend, Mr. Derek Stone. Ooh, so, yeah. My my trust me, my draw was dropped. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but I've kickboxed in pink. That's that's my entire outfit is pink. Because it's always a thing of what if you get your ass kicked by a guy wearing pink? And what's funny is I did a smoker fight in Lawrence and the coach across the way was like, You gotta go kick his fucking ass. Look at him, he's wearing pink So I'm like, Well that worked. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jiggy's a fighter. Jiggy, you got a little fire in you. <laughs> I got a little fire in me. All my entrances, uh, it's it's just Jiggy, the weigh-ins. I want to come walk you out, Jiggy. No, I want to come oh, walk we you have out. to have Cluck the Clown walk. Oh, I will totally come walk you the out. The weigh-ins is where is where I get people because, um, like, let's see, the very first show that we did. You know, you you always see my goal with the kickboxing and all this crap is to basically make fun of these people because they take it so seriously. Because realistically, they're all cosplaying the people they see on TV. Conor McGregor, uh, Mike Tyson, all this stuff. They all want to be these people. In a roundabout way, Cluck, it's kind of like some of the people that we know in the professional wrestling business. Yes. They're cosplaying some people they see on TV. Cosplaying to the extreme. (laughs) And what's funny is that Gary can name names and none of us know. He could just sit there and be like, yeah, like, blah, 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 blah. And we ain't got a clue. Yep. It keeps it easy that way, so we can censor it. I'll be hearing that clucking in my head all night. So, I have to drink it out. So, so what I do is I go to the weigh-ins, and they're always so hilarious. Um, the very first show, let me see if I can find this. I don't know if there's actual. No, I know there's photos because I had a photographer there for it. Um... The very first smoker fight that we did here in Hutch, proudly where we drew a thousand people, um, I weighed in in bunny ears and a mankini. Oh my God. <laughs> that is fabulous. <laughs> that is fabulous. <laughs> and, and when they did the weigh-in photos, you know how like, all these guys always have their fists up. I basically turned my back, stuck my ass out, and went like that. That's pretty good. I wanted to do the gayest weigh-in you'd ever seen. So then, so then, one of the way, and I was told by several people I was not allowed to wear the mankini ever again, but I had bunny ears, a tail. So the bunny ears were cool then? Oh, that's yeah. great. I had bunny ears, a tail. I had, um... I had the mankini was was a little strange, so just so nothing would fall out, I wore a pair of Britney's panties. Um, so you could never unhear that. That is funny, right? We have that. We are on Facebook Live. He wears panties. So we did that at one of the weigh-ins. So many questions. How often do you wear pants? <laughs> at another one of the weigh-ins, I wore my eagle onesie. I weighed in as an eagle. And then, and I know I've got this because um, this is quite the photo. Let me see if I can find this photo because this is quite the photo. Um, we did a show here in uh, Hutch called Oktoberfest, as it was done in October. Uh, it was a play on the whole Oktoberfest thing. And for whatever reason, Brittany has always wanted to dress me up like a woman. Oh, She's always wanted to paint my face. So many more questions. So many all, more these, questions. all these things. Shave your eyebrows. 
I was told, I was told yesterday by by her daughter that if I ever shaved my eyebrows, I'd look like an egg. Which, I'll tell you, after looking at myself here on camera, I, I'm not going to dispute that claim. Please don't ever do that. Uh, <laughs> so, I decided at our... I was facing off with a guy by the name of The Werewolf. What the... He came to the ring in a black cape and a werewolf hood. The guy's like 6'8 or whatever. And one of the goals that I had was I wanted to be able to, I thought the marketing would be fantastic. Why couldn't I beat Werewolf? And then we'll do a rematch the night of a full moon. It's perfect. I would have done the job. I wouldn't have cared. But uh, <laughs> there's so many, there's so many questions with oh, the werewolf. God, there's so many questions. <laughs> there's, there's so many questions with me. There's, there's, I'm wearing panties and all these things. What happened? Tell us what happened. <laughs> the Tell me what happened. I ended up getting a concussion. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> because I had the flu several weeks before, and then. I could have, since I was kind of the co-promoter, I could have just backed out of the fight, but I'm like, when am I ever going to get to fight at Memorial Hall ever again? So I was like, ah, fuck it. So I fought. Whoa, there we go. Hey. You brought it up, I did. Tell us about Memorial Hall. Why were you doing interviews outside of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you thought I was going to let this go. No, of course not. I was not allowed in the building what? to do interviews because I had requested that I could interview Carlito because that was the only one I really cared about. And then I was told by um, one of the promoters, we'll just say his name is Billy Simmons. It sounds like Billy Simmons. <laughs> he just uh, did it. <laughs> he dropped the bomb. It's there. It's happening. I, <laughs> I, was, I was told that... I couldn't interview Carlito because apparently Duncan Curtis doesn't like me, which is fine. There's a huge history there. And then I've also heard rumors that Adam Pena is not my biggest fan. And uh, Mitch Bass, who does some things for them, isn't, isn't a fan of mine either. So... Don't feel bad. I don't think they like me either. <laughs> I was told that they're a one-clown show. They're a one-clown show. And that clown is Kenny Zombie Jones. No! Uh, <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> it's depressing. Kenny's way too cool for that. <laughs> so, I found out that my buddy Jason Jones Hell yeah, Space was there. Cowboy! Space Cowboy. And I got a hold of him, and I said, Hey, I want to do interviews with you. And he goes, Well... He goes, I'll talk to Billy, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to hear anything out of you ever again. <laughs> and then he got in touch with me, and he goes, oh, you can you can come into the building. You can, you know, do all your stuff. Well, one, I knew I wasn't going to get the interview with Carlito. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Two, I knew if I showed up, I was going to have a whole bunch of people get pissed at me and cut promos on me. So I'm like, we'll just set up across the street. And I'll just have them come to me. Did you at least get to watch the show? No. So I had no interest in the show. You know what's funny that night is that was Mexican-themed night for Jiggy. Man. Because we went to the movie Encanto, which is a Spanish cartoon. And then afterwards, we went and ate at a Mexican restaurant. Right All my cultural appropriation. So you didn't get to see the Carlito match? I did not get to see the Carlito match. You didn't miss much. 
<laughs> not saying Carlito's not a good wrestler, just not, you know, who he wrestled with. Who we, who we worked with, yes. My personal opinion, if you got a problem, come see Cluck. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's a shoot. <laughs> so... At the um, so the so the show that we did in October at Oktoberfest, the night I got a concussion, my very first concussion ever, by the way, which I'm not really proud of, but whatever. <laughs> I dressed up as a woman. I had I had heels on. I had a I had a dress, which, if you talk to cousin Chris from Jiggy Jag TV, I'm always destined to wear a dress. But I wore a dress. Don't you look at me like that. I'm wearing a dress. I had heels. I don't know how women walk in those goddamn things. I, I nearly broke. How you walked in. I nearly broke my ankle. I can't. See several it. times. I can't see. It. I had a wig. You had your feet there. I had a wig. I had. I was carrying my belt like it was a purse. It was great. Makeup on the whole nine yards. I don't even know what to say about you now. And and so. We did this. We did this show, and I was supposed to see that this. This is the thing. I was supposed to beat Werewolf. The whole reason the show was booked for me to fight Werewolf was because Werewolf had a history of he doesn't work out. He doesn't work hard. He shows up. He looks like a million dollars. He's got a gimmick, music, the whole nine yards. But he doesn't work hard. And so they thought, well, Jiggy will get in there, beat the crap out of him, and then we can just kick him to the side. Well, I didn't count on somebody giving him a five-minute kickboxing lesson. <laughs> and then all he did the entire fight was he took his long legs, because the guy's like 6'8", and he basically just kicked me up against the fence and then just did a one-two. And that's it. And so by the time we get to the second round, the referee, who was his trainer, Dave Cummings, the kickboxing champion, told me, he's like, well, this isn't going the way we thought it was going to. <laughs> and he goes, what do you want to do here? And I said, well, I'm already out here. Let's just keep this thing going. So we do another another round. And at the end of the round, he's like, dude, this we've proven our point. Somebody showed him how to fight. This sucks. I'm ending this. <laughs> and then he called the fight. Was he wearing the dress still? So. Caught first werewolf. And then the next week, he went up to a kickboxing match in Oklahoma, and a guy this big, little Mexican guy, hit him with a just a just a just a hell hell mary punch, knocked him out the first round, one punch that was it. Oof. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jiggy, if I was in your corner, I'd make you tag me in. Because I would have tagged him in the coach. <laughs> oh, okay, Gary said he would have took the Gary would Gary would be there. We would have done it together, right? Gary would have oh, yeah. made it work. Put hands on Jiggy. What's wrong with this? <laughs> What's wrong with this? Okay, so Dawn, what is the last track that we have here? I'm going to see if I can... I know you sent me something here. Yeah, uh, it's a seven minutes of a 15 minute song. Okay. <laughs> seven minutes of a 15 minute think, song. Yeah, think, what What is this gets, What is this song that we are going to be hearing here? I think it gets close to 200 BPM for like two minutes straight. 
<laughs> it broke cakewalk for me, so I've been having a hard time. Cakewalk? I haven't heard that in years. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to use cakewalk. That's yeah. a fantastic song. Yeah. Fantastic deal. It, <laughs> it, it, it's like, it hasn't worked right since I recorded that. Well, here's what we're going to do. It is Mothership. Um, also, I just want to let everybody know. Go ahead, brother. We got a, just dropped an album today. So look at tracks, that. Eight tracks, $3 on BandLab. Just uh, look up Joe Boo. Woo woo! That's it's awesome. We're probably gonna <laughs> find another one tonight too. Whoa, whoa. I'm gonna have to check that out. This one's probably my medium, I guess, as far as um, intensity or whatever. It's right in the middle round. Okay. I've got one. I've probably got tonight. That's that. This will be on. This track will be on. Okay, we're gonna get you to do music for us. <laughs> oh yeah. Joe Boo, right now. It is Mothership. The Mothership. <laughs> That's an old WCW yeah, reference. <laughs> and uh, it's here on our big program.
We got talking about stuff we can't talk about on the air. <laughs> but that was Mothership, or as they say, the Mothership. It is uh, an interesting, interesting show today. So, okay. We should do this, you know, once a month. Well, we should do this once a month. I will Just... always come when you want me to, buddy. <laughs> Especially if Peter the Cat yeah. is here. See, we have. See, here's here's the thing. My my little collection of, I guess, as Brittany likes to call it, the pet friends. I have Peter the cat, who I got from the shelter. I have, I have Emmy, who basically, basically Brittany kidnapped. Um, Brittany works at Siemens, and they have a cat. They have cats out there. And one day, Emmy was hanging around the break area, and Brittany's like, you're too cute to be living here. And she coaxed her to the car, and then before I knew it, Emmy was living at her house. Well, she's already got, like, six cats, a dog, and a bunny over there and so 
Emmy is terribly afraid of Milo the dog, which I would be afraid of Milo the dog too, because Milo is basically just a giant muscle with a head. And <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so she is she is terribly afraid of Milo. So Emmy came over here to live, and Emmy and Peter are best friends. They love each other. She forcibly cleans Peter. She just all the stuff. And yes, there's a joke in there somewhere. She cleans Peter. Yep. But uh, <laughs> my mouth shut up. It made a good boy over there. <laughs> so, so they live here. Well, then when Brittany's house caught on fire, which is another fun story because she had a um. Oh, what the hell is it? Like a uh, extension cord, a, a power strip. Power strip went bad and went up the wall and almost burned the whole damn place to the ground until it hit the 30-gallon fish tank. And the glass broke and put the fire out. <laughs> so what we think So what we think happened is that I suspect that Brittany's house is haunted. I think her grandpa still lives in the house. And because I slept over there one day and about midnight she's got this she's got this door creaked open and there's these people that walk down the hallway and they're not there. So I think her grandpa and whoever else is living there. And I think grandpa put the fire out. <laughs> so So they lived here for a little bit and they brought with them Panda the Bunny. And Panda is the most talkative bunny you've ever met. She just tells stories all the time. Well, Peter and Emmy would sit by her cage every day and would listen to these stories. So when Panda went home, they were kind of pissed. And then one day, the shelter put up a, a picture of a bunny. Someone had just let a bunny go. And they ended up with this bunny. And the bunny is named Cinnabon. Well, Cinnabon now lives here with Peter and Emmy. <laughs> and then we have a stray cat outside by the name of Jasper. I nicknamed him Jasper because he's black. Uh, <laughs> Gary will... Gary will back. Yeah. He has so many things he wants to say. <laughs> I'm not even allowed to repeat some of it. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so we have Jasper who lives outside with a purple bowl. With a purple bowl. Yeah, yes. The purple bowl. So it is. It is just crazy around here. And then we have Cluck the Clown and Gary who are here. Oh, yeah, of course. I know, I know. I'm having a hoop. <laughs> so as we wrap up here with everybody, I want to start with Dawn. What the hell, what the hell did you think about all this today? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It's been a wonderful experience, and I don't think we have enough time, so we need to make more time. 
<laughs> we can do this all day. We can do this literally all day, but we don't have all that day. Um, Cluck thanks, the Clown. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks yeah, you're great. Thanks for having me, and uh, congratulations on, uh, you know, continuing uh, 20 years of... Oh, my God, 20 years, Laurel Mames, Chicky Jaguars. I knew, you know, back in the day, and it was your idea, and you, you started it, and you did it, and... And the radio industry hates every minute of it, by the way. And I love yeah, every love minute it, yeah. of the fact they hate so, it. I swear to congratulate you on that. So, thank you. So, Cluck the Clown, what did you think of today? Well, let me let me get some stuff off my chest real quick. Oh, we're going to do If you don't know who I am, we're going to do some shooting. If you don't know who I am, I am Cluck the Clown, the greatest clown on two feet. Just know that. You understand? And pound for pound, the strongest clown. That is true. Pound I also pound the strongest clown. Oh, that is facts. That is facts. Also, if you don't know already, I'm going to be in the Little Cowboy Justin series. Little Cowboy Justin meets Cluck the Clown. It's a children's book coming out. And then we have more children's books coming out. We're going to have the introduction of Cluck the Clown and Stuff and Things. That's the two books that have been named coming out here soon. Stuff and Things. Yes, yes, yes. Jiggy. Yes, yes, yes. Don't hate on me. Don't hate on it. Damn it. Hey, 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 hey. I appreciate you. I, I am so happy. To I finally, appreciate you. I'm so happy to finally be here. And we're going to have to do this more often. We are going to have to do this oh, more most often. Most definitely. Most definitely, definitely, definitely. And you guys can catch me on Prison City Extreme Productions on Facebook, where we do Prison City Spandemonium every Sunday at 6. Don't, yeah, that's right. Right after this, stay tuned. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Jiggy. And, oh, man, you're awesome, by the way. We're going to talk about some musicals. Oh, yes, that's happening. <laughs> Jiggy, you're awesome. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. You know, you know what I would love to do, but... I, 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 I'll tell you, I, I don't know if we've got enough time in the day for this, but what I would love to do is interview your um, your handler who has been off screen all day. I bet she's got some stories. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Ashy Boo has all kinds of stuff. <laughs> oh, man, she's got some stories. All kinds of stuff. Huh? She knows where the bodies are buried, the whole nine yards. Oh, that's probably where I'm going to get buried. I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can almost guarantee you. <laughs> she knows where the bodies are buried. She knows all your secrets. She knows. Oh, you filthy animal. <laughs> She knows how she knows how the sausage is made when it comes to Gary over oh, there as well. Oh yeah, lots of sausage. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> lots and lots of sausage. Wow, we talking about porn convention sausages. Calm down, Peter. Calm down. We talked about Peters. We talked about Siemens. We talked about all kinds of. Oh my god. Well, that is that. That is going to wrap us up here at 990 WBOB. If you're watching us on Twitch, thank you. Thank you. If you're watching us on the old YouTube, thank you. And of course. I'm on Facebook. If you're on Facebook. Oh, on Facebook. I call it Facebook. Stay tuned. Sincerely, we love you all. I just want you all to know that. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. We are going to have to do this again. And um, I will see you guys next Sunday here on the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar Show. And peace.
Peace and I'm out of 5,000. We will see you next week here on our big, big program. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.